Mistletoe can be deadly if you eat it. We're talking Batman 89 and Batman Returns. Hit it. It was 1989. Casio had a two-inch LCD TV. The new prime minister in South Africa, F.W. de Klerk, began to dismantle apartheid. Dead Poets Society was released, and Tim Burton created a dark, live-action revamp of Batman based on The Killing Joke and The Dark Knight Returns. I'm your host, Jerry D., with another episode of Totally Rad Christmas, the podcast that talks all things Christmas in the 80s. Toys, movies, specials, music, and fads. If it was gnarly during Christmas in the 80s, we got it covered. Now, joining me is a whole bat family of totally rad Christmas all-stars. From Tis the Podcast, our very own Jason Todd, it's Tom Crow. Tom, how's it going? Well. Wow. Good. <laughs> very good. Uh, also from Tis the Podcast, <laughs> speaking of Jason Todd, it's the Joker, Anthony Caruso. You know, oh, Captain, my Captain, it's good to talk to you. <laughs> but <laughs> is there any better duo than Jason Todd and the Joker for me and Tom? Oh, one of us murdering the other with a crowbar attempting to murder <laughs> attempting yeah he did he did pretty much fail at that <laughs> oh man but from feliz christmas merry navidad it's criminal kingpin the penguin himself manny torres manny what's happening <laughs> hi guys <laughs> is that, is, is that your best penguin tackle? <laughs> we'll get we'll get back to you. We'll get back to you on that one. <laughs> but from now, watch this. We also have the Riddler, Joe Martinez. Joe, what's happening? Oh, riddle me this, Jerry. Riddle me that. Who's afraid of the big bat bat? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not me. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, so we have a guest that's not here yet but he can come in. I'll introduce him when he comes in. So um, last but not least, we have the man who broke the bat from Christmas Conversations as Bane. It's CJ. CJ, what's happening, man? Ah, it's great to be here. I was wondering <laughs> what would break first, your spirit or your body. <laughs> I would just like to make an amendment that I am not Jack Nicholson's Joker. I'm either Heath Ledger's, Mark Hamill's, or Joaquin Phoenix's. Ah, just Anthony, saying. you'll fight okay. like a younger man. Nothing no. <laughs> just no, Anthony. Touche. <laughs> Tom, strong words. Anthony, rebuttal? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we're quickly going off the rails here let me bring us back (laughs) save it for the melee guys save it for the melee yeah you know we've uh i mean we've talked forever about our inspirations about batman i think most of you have talked about batman on my show before but uh, just as a quick recap why don't we go down the line and kind of give our our experience our history just our knowledge and love of batman and uh we'll start with tom i don't well i've i've I will try not to go too into the weeds because we've I've been on a Batman episode of Totally Ride Christmas before, <laughs> but Batman has been a love of mine since I was a child. 
I looked to Batman for hope. I looked up to Batman. Uh, I'm still a big Batman fan. I overlook a lot of the problematic sides of Batman uh, because at the end of the day, I just really enjoy watching him beat senseless a bunch of criminals and thugs. <laughs> nice. I know there are certain criminals and thugs in other than the Christmas movie world. You can take out in two seconds flat. I'm just going to save that for another episode. <laughs> are you, are you trying to plug your, uh, <laughs> plug your melee answers already? <laughs> Oh, I have man. no idea. I was on a Patreon episode with him the other night, and he tried to go through all his answers. I just plugged my ears. <laughs> <laughs> well, while we're while we're talking, uh, well, CJ, while you're up, why don't you go ahead and tell us your history of Batman? Oh man, my history of Batman. I've loved it ever since I was a kid. Um, I didn't get to see '89 Batman in the theaters, but I did get to see Batman Returns, and it was one of my favorite movies I've ever watched in the theaters. I remember uh, just begging my stepdad to take me, and I remember we went together. Uh, got like uh the there was like a cup that you can get with uh the pop it's all collectibles and holy geez man <laughs> where do i start um i loved it and it's funny now that i watch uh batman returns it's 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 a little there, there's some adult entertainment in there like adult jokes so other than that um i was big into animated batman the revival of it what was that 94 95 um obviously all the new Batmans, but yeah, I really, really got into it with Batman Returns and I I started to really love Batman 89, like as I got older, although it's still a little freaky to me. It, it's a dark Batman, but really good. But mm-hmm. my history is, I love Batman. I'm a big fan of the villains though. I always root for the villains while on the side voting for Batman. So that's my history. I, I love everything Batman. And, and be, before we get to the, uh, the other guys, uh, doesn't Batman, it's like Batman and Spider-Man have like the two best rogues galleries like in comic history. Oh, I think uh, by far, yeah. Mm-hmm. But but I mean, even if, if you were to ask the average Joe on the street who doesn't know comics, it would be Batman, Batman. who are the most well mm-hmm. I yeah. most iconic out there. Yeah, for sure. I it's mean like just say it is like my, my mom knows who Batman is, you know. Yep. She 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 don't know the random uh comic book character there. Yeah. Well, while you're while you're up, why don't you go ahead and tell us, Joe? Well, I grew up um I'm going to age myself here, but I used to watch uh, Batman and Superman, the uh, show, when it would come on like TNT and that was a, they'd have the superhero power hour and you'd get 30 minutes of uh, Superman black and white. And then it turned into uh, Batman 66 and it was the uh, same bat time, same, same bat channel that you'd be watching. Um, And around the late eighties, I became a comic book reader and, as you know, that's when uh, Dark Knight Returns came out and got into that. And then Batman 89 hit and I just had to get it and been a fan ever since, man. I mean, I I liked Batman forever. Batman and Robin, while universally <laughs> hated, um, you know, I could still watch it from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's yeah. That's some hardcore Batman right there. <laughs> Well, no, no, no. I'm going to interject and say there, if you watch Batman and Robin, like it's a live action version, like it's a movie that adapted the 66 show. It actually Uh, works pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of tongue in cheek uh, campiness to it. I did forget to mention that I did watch that as a with one of my neighbor's dads. He used to babysit me a lot and he'd always have that on. So the 66. Yeah. 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 What about you, Manny? Like everybody here, I guess I grew up on Batman. Uh, my cousins call me Batmanny. 
I've dressed, <laughs> yes, uh, I've dressed up as Batman for Halloween a few times. Nice. I dressed up my car as a Batmobile. I actually put some, you know, huge Batman logos on it at a time. My desk at work is decorated with Batman. If it's on TV and it's Batman, I'll watch it. And my two favorite Batman is Michael Keaton and the Batfleck. You know, that's, you know, that that's me. I mean, if I start talking, then, you know, this would be all about what I like about Batman. So <laughs> I have everything Batman all over my house and everybody that knows me knows I'm into that. So, yeah, pretty you much know, it. You know what? You know, what's funny about you dressing up as Batman for Halloween. I'm going as Batmany for Halloween this year. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can pull it off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, and every- Christmas. Mary Gotham. Ooh, no, Ooh. no, no. <laughs> I like it. Mess. I like I it. Let's do it. Batman don't celebrate Christmas. He he goes to the Watchtower while all the other superheroes go out and celebrate. He does. That's true. Or he goes on patrol. <laughs> yep. He's spe- he specifically volunteered for Watchtower duty because he didn't want to. <laughs> they have uh, a line in that episode about how he practically begged for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's still such a great episode. Oh, man. It, it really is. Yeah. The the Clark Kent becoming a kid when he goes home again is just awesome. <laughs> yeah. I I mean, because how many of us, that happens to all of us, you know, uh, every single time it's like, oh, I want to wrap, you know, I want to help decorate the tree and all sorts of things. I mean, it, I completely just associated with Clark Kent at that and moment. Then your mom will make your favorite meal. Mm-hmm. Hispanic yeah. mom always, you know, what do you want yes, me for? <laughs> you know, <laughs> Manny knows what's up. <laughs> Anthony I'll keep this short and sweet since I've been uh I bring up Batman in every non-Batman episode. I think I've I think I've given my history on this show between this show and Tis a podcast probably like a hundred times. But uh <laughs> grew up in Batman. Batman is always part of my life. There are true two great loves in my life, my wife Sarah and Batman slash Bruce Wayne. Right on. Besides the Joker, who's your favorite Batman rogue? I'm not going to count Catwoman because she's more anti-hero yeah. nowadays. Nowadays, anyway. yeah. Uh, I would say if he's done right, I like the Riddler and Scarecrow and Mr. Freeze. <laughs> Those are probably going <laughs> top three. Just one, Actually, man. You're pulling to me here. <laughs> okay, oh. one of them. One of yeah. them. I like Scarecrow then because I like the fear toxin. That's very Halloween-y in my it mind. It is very Halloween-y. Let yeah, me just yeah, name so. 17 of my favorite villains. <laughs> but, but, Mr. <laughs> but Mr. Freeze does have like one of the best and most tragic villain histories ever. So he's awesome. Which is actually invented for the show. That for wasn't show. That wasn't his original uh, storyline. He was kind of a one-off character that they kind of made for the 66 into something a little bit more. And then, yeah, for the, uh, the animated series, they kind of fleshed it out with a whole new backstory. And now he's, he really is and, very tragic. And yeah. that was probably the best part <laughs> of him. Well, <laughs> second best part of Batman <laughs> Robin, nothing, you know, the dramatic <laughs> stuff with Nora. Yeah. yeah. The that, best that, part that, was Alfred dying. Like that, that animated series. Was actually really good. Yeah. I don't even want to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's let's move on. Batman and Robin is uh, is non-canon. It's official by me. <laughs> Uma Thurman could have you could place Uma Thurman in an Adam West episode, and she would have fit right in. Yeah, I, I completely <laughs> agree. Like if she had been in the '66, it would have been fine. Uh, 
but you know, it, it was George Clooney and already that was kind of like strike one. Uh, I remember when they said they were going to, what's wrong gonna, with Clooney? George Clooney. Oh, I love he, the ocean. What movies. wasn't wrong with Clooney's? Oh, oh, I mean, <laughs> he would have made a Batman, good Batman, of course, but he's another one of those guys that plays like, and, and all due respect because he is a good actor, but he plays the same character. Like every, <laughs> every single movie he's in, you know, like <laughs> Julia Roberts, uh, I mean, it's just it's the same character every time. And so it was hard to see him. Um, and, but again, that could be just my problem. Like I have the problem with Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne. I just I can't, I can't see I can't uh, see him and not see Ben Affleck. You know, it's like I, I felt like I, I was only see Ben Affleck. By I George actually like Clooney ben that movie. Yes, it's my house. It's my rules. And you will obey those rules. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Ben Affleck's uh, Bruce Wayne was great. Yeah, man. I mean, he was spot on with the animated series. He just, I, I felt like Ben Affleck's Batman and Bruce Wayne just mimicked the animated series. Maybe. I don't know. I felt like the best on screen Bruce Wayne has been Christian Bale. He's captured that false playboy personality best, I think. I, know, could him ap- I could set him apart. I could set him apart. He's not, you know, comic batman but you know he's a great batman you know mm-hmm. ben affleck sticks more towards you know the comic side of things except for the uh the punisher except style the killing. killing and the killing <laughs> but i will i don't know I mean, if anybody's really um played the batman games on yes. uh, playstation yeah i love those games uh, I, yeah we have yeah i did love how uh ben affleck's batman really took out uh some of that fight style into the movie it was really cool oh yeah 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 Especially in that uh I mean, shout I out to Richard like- Citrone, the stuntman who actually did all of that and not Ben Affleck, yeah. but Ben Affleck sat on the side oh. sipping a coffee <laughs> in his bat mouth. Oh, Even coming God. out of the vents and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> was he drinking coffee at the time? <laughs> was any heavy on the booze around that time? Oh my well, God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Batman. Yeah, so, so let's talk about Batman 89 here. <laughs> So Batman 89 was like the first movie I ever saw twice in the theater. And I was like super jazzed. So I had a choice like to go see that or go see Ghostbusters 2. And as much as I wanted to see Ghostbusters 2, I like it wasn't a choice to me. I had to go see Batman again. And so I I mean, it was like the coolest thing ever because it was like, wow, we get to see it twice, you know, for a little nine year old. I mean, that, that was like the best thing. And we got the popcorn again and and I got to see. Uh, Batman just kicking some tail and fighting the Joker. Those are like my, my favorite too. You know, I, for Christmas when I was three, I got like that uh, superpowers Batman uh, plus the Batmobile and the Joker from that uh, yep. DC superpowers line. Yeah. And it was like the greatest thing ever. And uh, I'm going to introduce the one and only Nightwing. It is CM Chuck from just another Friday night. Ooh. Chuck, what's happening? He's not connected yet. He's not connected yet. Uh, but going back to Jerry watching it for the second time in the movie movie theater, you had to choose between that and Ghostbusters too. Can we talk about how that is an amazing problem to have? Yeah, right. <laughs> like what a great a year spoil, for movies. A spoil of riches right there. <laughs> Could I tell a little story about that, Jerry? Yeah, go ahead. So, my first Batman movie in theaters was Batman Forever. Not to age myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> and. I I have vividly remember I for some reason remember Batman Returns in my childhood more vividly than Batman '89. Watching it, we'll get into my feelings in '89. But I a few years ago 
at one of those like Alamo draft houses, you know, where they play the older movies, you know, mm-hmm. they were showing a double feature of Batman 89, Batman Returns on the big screen. It was my first time seeing them on the big screen together. And oh man, despite having seen them both hundreds of times, seeing them on a big screen in a theater that was pretty crowded, despite them being like 20 years old, it was yeah. a magical experience. Yeah. I, I, I completely, I get it, man. I went to see it twice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Chuck, what's your uh, what's your history with Batman and, and Batman eighty nine specifically? Oh, first of all, let me say what's up, gentlemen. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, you sound great. Okay, perfect, nice to meet perfect. you. Uh, you don't sound like yes. a Nightwing, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'd have to say, you know, what Nightwing says in Titans. If I was going to say that first, but we're on Jerry's show, so I'll spare, <laughs> I'll spare him that. <laughs> I think we all remember that fandom though when we first heard that we were like, "What is this?" What? Show? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Anthony, also nice to meet you, man. I'm actually honored this is our first podcast together, man. But I'm a huge fan, so <laughs> right back at you, man. <laughs> Thanks Tom's a bunch, on that man. same show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't meet everybody yet, so I'm sorry. Anybody I missed? <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like caught off guard there. I said I thought he said it was his first time meeting Manny. He was a big fan. I'm like, I must have not listened to his podcast before. <laughs> 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 So everybody, Chuck, say, uh, <laughs> Chuck, that's Manny, Tom. Of course, you know Joe and CJ. Uh, you probably remember. <laughs> I know, yeah. Man- I know Manny and CJ obviously from from uh, another episode. I know you've yet to which drop, should be will dropping uh, next week uh, as yes. from the time of this recording. And Tom, nice to meet you as well. Then, man, also a pleasure. Love y'all guys' stuff. Um, and you so, as well. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Batman eighty nine though, um, for me, uh, that was my first. I think Batman in uh, theaters. Uh, I was living in California at the time. My dad was military, so we're on a base. There's no theater on the base that shows new movies, so we have to go to the drive the drive in. There was only a drive in in town that we could watch new movies at, and uh, that's the only movie that I I begged and pleaded my dad also to. Would you can we please go see it again? And we saw it twice at the drive-in because if we were going to do that family experience, it was going to be to watch something new. Uh, but I was able to to finagle my way into a second viewing there of uh, Mr. Keaton, and it was uh, again, like you boys said, amazing. And this, I'll, I'll date myself. I said this is when you hung the speaker in your car. There was no uh, tune the radio to it. So very, very old school there in the in the <laughs> Mojave Desert in, of California, in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, driving, that's a whole nother thing right there. But, but yeah, it was like something special about seeing Batman on screen, like the big screen for the first time, you know, cause back then we already had three, uh, no, all four of the Superman movies, you know? So yep. that was, that was something. I mean, we saw Superman. I mean, that was old hat at that time, but Batman, it was like my favorite character. I remember watching him with like the super friends and then the, the justice league, uh from the early 80s the what was it galactic something i don't or i don't even remember anymore um but like that whole thing where they were in the hall of justice you know and they fought the legion of doom like that was my that was my like intro you know and then of course the superpowers toys and then we had the batman 66 that they were showing in reruns all throughout the 80s so batman was just always a part of my life so when i heard he was going to be on the big screen it was like yes i'm there And I didn't, I was a little mad, you know, me being a purist, even back then I was a purist. I was kind of mad that he didn't have the gray and blue suit, Uh, but I did, (laughs) I did like the, uh, the, that it still kept that yellow oval. (laughs) That suit was amazing, man. Yeah. So classic. I am so excited to see on the big screen again next year. 
Yeah. It's going to oh, be yeah. awesome. Oh, it, it, awesome. it's looking good. Yeah. Yeah. Did y'all see that uh, uh, the director uh, just released that? It was like the bat signal, but it was like spray painted over with like a, the flash. Yes. Nice. And it Red looked Death. it looked like like Keaton symbol. Yeah, it right? did look like yeah. Keaton symbol. See, and I remember when like the first promo image came out, and I remember like just falling in love with that insignia because it was kind of yeah. it was kind of glossy too. Like they had, you know, it was eighties, so everything kind of mm. had like a metallic sheen to it. You know, yeah. you know, it was like like that very RoboCop style font, except it was on the insignia. And uh, I just I remember just like whoa, and so I would literally spend like hours just trying to draw it perfectly. They trying to capture that signal and, and it was like no nope, I, I messed up there i was like i messed up so i'd start again like ah this this wing is like a little too too narrow compared to the other wing and so i throw it away and start again you know just trying to get it like perfect i was like so excited for batman uh and then i heard michael keaton was going to be playing batman and, and the only thing at that point i'd known him from was beetlejuice and mr mom mr mom yeah i was like mr mom's gonna be playing batman you know and i didn't know who it should be but it didn't feel like it should be him and now it's like, 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 that's my Batman, you know, I can't wait yeah. to see him as like an older Bruce Wayne in this upcoming Flash movie, because like, that's, that's my Batman. I grew up with that Batman, you know? Did you Do hear you the remember? rumors that they're already in talks to give him a solo film? Because oh, I hope so. The Flash. Really? Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> Fingers he, crossed. He's supposed to be in the upcoming, I think they're making a Batgirl as well. And he's yep. supposed to have something to do with that as well. So, yeah, supposedly they want to do Batman Beyond, like with Batgirl instead. Nice, but like just have him as a mentor role type thing. That's cool. I could dig that. I like Batman Beyond. I'd rather that than an actual Batman Beyond movie with the flying Batmobile and that costume and everything. Like, keep it grounded. Might be in the (laughs) minority here, but I I would love a pause on Batman for like five years because I feel like we're just being (laughs) completely battered with it like we're, we're gonna get the new one with rob pattinson we're gonna get this flash one and then they're gonna talk about maybe giving um uh, what's his face uh Netflix. yeah like a, a standalone movie like let's have a five-year pause let us miss it and then just like come back that's with the vengeance yeah i'm at that point now because i just feel like it's just it's it's getting really ridiculous as well, somebody Chuck- who's gonna judge me in three days i just want to say i very much respect your opinion <laughs> <laughs> And as someone who's judging you in a couple of days, I don't give a toot. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chuck has a, a pretty hot take on Batman, don't you? Uh, not movie Batman, but Joe has heard <laughs> on my show, uh, me and uh, my partner, Double A, kind of go in on uh, where DC has put comic book Batman at. And this, he can beat anybody. He's apparently beaten Darkseid twice. He can, Superman is a, a walk in the park for him. You know, he's like their Reed Richards. And I'm like, you know, Reed Richards was like a real, like, you know, uh, astrophysicist. It's like, I, I get it, you know, but uh, even reading it, uh, some of the Green Lantern stuff, you know, when he's getting into it with uh, Hal, Hal. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, with Hal, it's like, dude, like, um, where do you come off sometimes, Batman? I mean, like, I get it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you're, you're a, a fantastic detective and a fantastic superhero, but you know, some of these things are a little bit out of your league. <laughs> well, like when, when Tom and I did um, the Batman comics from the eighties, that first round, which we, we got to do part two also. But when we did that first round, it was like, Batman was pretty grounded. Like crooks would get the drop on him sometimes. He, yeah, mm-hmm. he was smart. Yeah. He was well-trained. Yeah. He was a great detective, but you know, someone could sneak up behind him and like hit him with like pistol whip him, you know? 
Mm-hmm. And so I kind of miss, I kind of miss that Batman because he was more human. And so it made, when he succeeded, it made it at least to me a little more, uh, it, it just felt better. You know, it was like, like, I just, I, I enjoyed it more. It was like, oh, he earned that. Whereas now, yeah, Grant Morrison really kind of took that Batman as the best strategist and really just turned it up to like 11, you know? And yeah. so yeah, after that, now Batman, of course, he knew Darkseid was going to hit him with his Omega beams and send him going back in time. <laughs> you know, I mean, he had a plan for that. I mean, come on. <laughs> you yeah. can't know everything. I mean, like there literally I, is a point where you don't know. So <laughs> right. I will agree he is overpowered, 100% yeah. overpowered. Uh I don't think he should be able to like take down dark side. I fully agree with you there, Chuck, but like <laughs> I, I do buy him, like pushing himself intellectually and physically to the limits of man. Right. Cause that's his yeah, yeah, training for like, can decades. we just talk about how weak they made dark side look? <laughs> no, we can't. If anybody's ever read or like he like, no, he should not be able to be beaten like that. It just didn't make sense. Yeah. What, uh, what me and my partner uh, say on our show a lot about him is that we know we love the character Batman. Despite we get a lot of flack, Joe is a, a, a main uh, a <laughs> person there gives us a lot of that flack. But Joe, we appreciate that though. But uh, what we say is that you know animated series Batman and movie Batman are really awesome yeah. uh, in all the versions because of that fact. What you said, Jerry, he is very grounded. You know, in in Nolan series, did you know? Uh, everyone gets a drop on him <laughs> he's getting he's getting beat up that's kind of why you like it and you're rooting for him to bounce back and succeed and you know show uh who he is that really heroic side um i do believe it's anthony that's not a huge fan of the nolan series is that correct <laughs> oh no i love the nolan series okay no i love them all i i, I love the every incarnation of batman to one extent or another i'm even a, i'm even an affleck apologist uh, yeah. yeah affleck wasn't that bad affleck no no his, no his, his batman he like when he was like, that warehouse scene is probably the greatest batman action scene that's been recorded you know on true film. except when Absolutely. you see blood yeah. splattering all over yeah. the walls that's, well, that's, uh, <laughs> that's not very batman that's not very batman yeah and that's not even getting into the uh quote-unquote dream sequence just like batman <laughs> letting off caps <laughs> that's very Zack snyder yeah. <laughs> not batman, very it batman. is it is yeah <laughs> but yeah. uh what a look though man i think that ben affleck really had the look you know what i mean like that's that kind of reminded me of the animated series bruce wayne brought yeah. to life you know what i mean and not to get so, too oh. weird but <laughs> that jawline in the cowl man it was just perfect <laughs> well, yeah no yeah. absolutely oh you love him you want to marry him no <laughs> whatever gets me close to j-lo dude <laughs> for real i brought this up before Touché, good sir that is that is a very good point <laughs> i brought this up before and i'll bring it up again chuck for you, Chuck, the scene I always think about is from Justice League, the animated series. I forget what villain it was, but I took out the rest of the Justice League by like getting into their minds and like, like Dr. Death or something like that, weakening them by their minds. And then he goes into Batman's mind and he just hears, hmm. <laughs> Batman's like, I trained myself to be impervious. To- <laughs> Do you remember that one? <laughs> I don't remember. I, that I totally one, bought you know. it. Like, you bought it, Joe. Yeah. I'm all for the Morrison Batman, man. Bad God. Yeah. Uh, I think <laughs> okay. All right. Bad God. He really is. Oh, well, yeah, for real. I uh, mean, who else could take on Metron? You know, like it, it, it would have to be Batman, you know. Wow. 
JLA 14, guys. JLA 14, Rock of Ages. Read it if you haven't. It, it is awesome. <laughs> it is a good for story. For some people, the cow can do no wrong for some yeah. people. <laughs> <laughs> no. All those people he killed deserved it. <laughs> but what did you guys think of Michael Keaton, like in general, as Batman? Yes. Nailed okay. it. Didn't nail it. What you know? What are your thoughts? Uh, when I saw, I hadn't watched you know him since we watched it for the uh, our Batman Returns podcast. Mm-hmm. He is, but I went back and watched this. I ended up watching this a couple times. The Batman eighty nine, just because I'd forgotten just how good he is. Yeah, Keaton is a is. I mean, Keaton's amazing. Yeah, Keaton's Batman is out of this world. Yeah, like how he just turns and that scene when he's with uh, Jack Nicholson when. Uh, they they interrupt in the apartment and he just goes yes. freaking psycho. Oh man, <laughs> let's get nuts. You want to get nuts? Yeah. Let's get nuts. Yeah, that's <laughs> iconic. We may have a Batman here. <laughs> it's so funny because, like, really, if you think about it, psychologically, Bruce Wayne really walks that fine line between like sanity and insanity, you know. And you can see like just that one little thing could push him over the edge. I mean, how many times has he like almost killed the Joker or you know just and he has to be kind of brought back and kind of reminded that, wait, no, I, I, I'm better than this. How many and times so, did he actually kill the Joker? Once in 89. <laughs> true. <laughs> true. Yeah. Joker kind of did it to himself. Come That's on. true. Yeah. Yeah. He just tried to stop him from flying away. I'm and telling the you. The Joker could have let go. Yeah. You know, that was on him. Um, I lo- That's I a, love, the whole I love- thing. I won't kill you, but uh, I'm not going to save you either. Right. Right. I love the Keaton uh, Batman. Um, I think that Michael Keaton brought something to that role that I didn't expect, which is kind of a little bit of humor. You know what I mean? There's yeah. moments and beats in the movie where you feel like, wow, he's uh, it's it's funny. And I never kind of thought of Bruce Wayne as really funny. You know what I mean? At that point, mm-hmm. you know, uh, even having watched some of the Adam West stuff, it was like, you know, it, that was campy, but it really was not him trying to be funny where I felt as though there was like a lighter side to this Bruce Wayne um and he just he kind of ran the gambit you know what i mean and the emotions of when he's you know remembering his parents death and when he goes to visit the gravesite and you know uh some of the interactions with alfred it's like wow okay michael keaton is firing on all cylinders man manny's seen that he meant that manny mentions an excellent scene where you almost seeing it your first time you kind of uh curl back like oh dang like michael keaton's got some sauce man I like how, how Joker like is just like you ever dance with the devil with the pale moonlight like he doesn't even like he's just like yeah whatever and then he just shoots I, him I'm gonna yeah, be the contrarian here oh. I think Michael Keaton's Batman is amazing the looks yes. the aesthetic the cave the Batmobile everything like that the manner I'm not a fan of his Bruce Wayne he takes that a little too I'm more used to the comp less weird Bruce Wayne the more <laughs> He was a little too weird for me as Bruce Wayne. And he doesn't yeah. look like, and I know it's Keaton. Like <laughs> Keaton was never a heartthrob. Bruce Wayne's supposed to be a heartthrob, right? Yeah. Like this big, like great women looking playboy. Keaton, though. I th- yeah, I think there would be a lot of women in the 80s I would disagree with I, you. I think a lot of them really love <laughs> Yeah, him. I think he's right. I think he was cast for a reason. He's he's 80s good looking, Anthony. You got to so- remember, you know, we talk about the women in the 80s yes. who were good looking. There's a different standard in the 80s. 
I, I think there's a meme that says like 28 year olds in the 80s, and it's this. Guy oh yeah, like it's Jamie Foxx. Yeah, it's Jamie Foxx with with the bald cap on and yeah, stuff oh. like that. And you got to remember I'll, that was it back in the day, you know. I'll get I'll give you that. <laughs> but the scene, you don't want to know why I, mean, I never he think landed, of him as Bruce Wayne. Wait, he literally sleeps upside down in a closet like a bat. I was like, come on, Burton. <laughs> <laughs> well, you but, know. Okay. Just like Zack Snyder takes his Christ allegories a little too far. Well, maybe yeah. uh, Tim Burton takes his uh, his bat allegories a little too far. Here, here was one of the things. Well, the uh, other- Alfred gets oh. some soup, right? Uh, gets Keaton soup or Batman soup or Bruce Wayne soup. And it's uh, code, right? And he's like, Albert, it, uh, Alfred, it's code. And it's like, you don't know about code soup? Like, well, see, like, see I actually like that because like it shows he's so absorbed in his work. He doesn't even know what he's eating at that point. I don't know. That's yeah, I those. actually like that part too as well. But I could see I, like, say, I could see Bruce Wayne doing that. Just like, hey, it's cold. Yeah. I'll say this about Keaton and Keaton's Bruce. I love his relationship with Alfred. Not my favorite. That goes to Bale and Kane. But I love that scene where him and Vicky are on the opposite ends of the table. And then uh, is finally like, <laughs> that's a good yeah, Bruce is finally like, you know what? Let's go. Let come on, let's go eat. And they're in the kitchen well, sitting with Alfred and Alfred's telling her childhood stories about Bruce. That's Bruce and Alfred to me. I yeah. love that scene. That's a beautiful scene, man. And like, don't they, what they're eating is like soup at the dinner table or something. Right. The pasta yep. salt thing is obviously yep. hilarious, but then they go when they're sitting with Alfred, it's almost like they're eating like steak and eggs or something like breakfast for, dinner or something it's like even the meal is kind of like wow it's very like you said very alfred like what a moment you know yeah and i think i think what uh, michael keaton brought to his bruce wayne was like like i'm just a regular guy you know like i i inherited all this but i'm just like a regular guy you know and and so it's, it's different from like when christian bale was bruce wayne and he had that that great you know playboy facade um, he was like very focused on his mission though, as well. And then same thing with, with Ben Affleck. I mean, it's just, they had like a level that I think, e- even though they, they weren't like that particular, um, high society per se, they, they, they could play up that high society. And it always felt like Michael Keaton was uncomfortable playing that fake high society, Bruce Wayne side, which is a totally valid take. There are three main takes of Bruce Wayne between the comics and movies. The one who's withdrawn, who hates playing it up at all. He just likes to stick to himself. There's the one who goes out and plays incompetent high society, like Bale did. Mm-hmm. And then there's the one who, t- who plays competent high society, like the animated series did, where he's actually involved in his business and actually really good at it. Mm-hmm. And th- they're all valid takes. I My favorite take of Bruce Wayne is the Bale take. I like the pup be so incompetent in public. Nobody would ever guess you're Batman. That makes no sense to <laughs> <For> me. For real. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, of course, he fights the Joker. It's Jack Nicholson. Yes, he dies at the end. Spoilers, and I think this Joker is overrated, too. You want to talk? Ooh. Oh, <laughs> what? Oh, oh, what? Oh. what? No. My what? name's oh. Anthony, and I love attention. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Come on. How is he overrated? He's legitimately probably... I would say top two. Yeah. Top two? <laughs> top two? Uh, there have only been like two. Three. <laughs> no, I'm talking about every Joker. I'm even including like uh, Mark Hamill, Hamill and everything. Yeah. yeah. Cesar Romero. Um, Cesar Romero. He, uh, I, I, he's a little too goofy uncle Joker for me. I like a little <laughs> more twisted psychopath. Well, because he was still playing up that 70s, 80s, that he Silver would, Age yeah. style Joker. You know, I mean, yep. it, it made sense. 
I mean, he chews the scenery, of course, but I mean, yeah. he is psycho. And I like, know it was an 80s movie. Choose it. There's, there's white marks where he, <laughs> in the <laughs> film where he is. And they just let him do whatever. I like, know oh, it's an Jack, 80s movie, and that's why this scene I'm about to mention is in it. But I still roll my eyes when he's dancing through that museum to Prince. Oh man, uh, that scene. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also a Prince fan, so that you know. <laughs> no, that that Joker creeped me out growing up for a few years. Yeah, like that song, the trust song and the parade, oh, yeah. and the ending of the movie. It just freaked me out for years. I was into Batman, but that's you know that Joker and it's and the Crypt Keeper were my boogeyman. I mean, I mean, my two favorite Jack Nicholson Joker moments are where does he get all these wonderful toys and classic line that one. And you wouldn't hit a man with glasses, would you? Because that's totally something the Joker would do. Like, you know, they have some situation like that. No, I like how, well, as soon as he does that, then he like spits out or, you know, pretends to spit out like the fake chattering teeth. And so then when Batman's distracted, then he like tries to punch him. And of course, uh, this Batman has like the body armor, you know, (laughs) kind of started that body armor trend. The uh, one thing I, I didn't shape, agree with hero. this Joker was, um, why did he shoot Bob, man? What did Bob do? Oh, <laughs> Bob the goon. Like, see, and I actually like that because that kind of shows his psychopathic tendencies. Yeah. You know? Predictability <laughs> right. total just off the wall. Yeah, I agree with you yeah. either. Yeah. I mean, Planet Hollywood in New York City has the giant, like, 15-foot statue of Jack Nicholson as a Joker. Like, nice. so everyone, I always get awesome. a picture of him when I go there. Right on. I, I love the Jack Nicholson Joker. Uh, the scene Manny was talking about, even as a kid, struck me um, when he hits that statue and it makes that loud clank. It sounds heavy when he hits it. Yeah. And I think I may have read somewhere that he did break his hand or something like that on whatever that they used. That I would have thought they would have made a prop, you know what I mean? But it sounded heavy when he first strikes it. And then it's <laughs> like, what the heck? Like, that's pretty wild. And, you know, when I read the Three Jokers comic book, I'm, I'm sure all you guys have read that one by now. But uh, so when they talked about the, the gangster Joker, that's kind of who I thought of, like the Jack yeah. Nicholson one, the one who was part of the mob and stuff yeah. like that. You know what I mean? And I, I love how it played with another potential origin there. You want to talk about Tim Burton, though, beating people over the head with his style? He'd be like, <laughs> I, I, we get it. Batman made the Joker and the Joker made Batman. Like, yeah, OK, you beat us over the head with it enough. And I. <laughs> I, I don't like the fact that the Joker is that much older than Batman either. Yeah, that always kind of bothered me too. But again, yeah. I'm I'm more of a purist, and so I kind of preferred the Joe Chill. So that's why when when Joe Chill actually killed his parents in uh, Batman Begins, I was like, yes, that's it right there. You <laughs> <Yeah. know? laughs> I was like so excited. Um, but on the other hand, there's kind of that, uh, and of course it's a movie, so they always take license. I mean, every comic book movie does it, but there's kind of that... Um, like poetic balance, you know, where one created the other. And so it's, it is kind of like a yin and yang. Um, but then when we oh, get my, to, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I just wanted to say, I do remember there is one other scene of Jack Nicholson. I love in that movie really love. And it's when he, when he dies, the chattering, the laughter box, the that's no, totally yeah. a Joker <laughs> thing. He'd have that on him. Yeah. That was awesome. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. That no, freaked I, me out growing up. Yeah, yeah me too. Because I didn't know what it was. I was like, "What? Like, what is, is going that on?" I didn't when get I die, it. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're going to pull out of my pocket. It's a laughing box. Am I the uh, only one? Or oh, man, I'm going to tell it's... Sarah to put that in my coffin if I die before her. So when people oh, go up to view me, it's like. <laughs> nice. <laughs> am, I, am I the only one? Or has anybody else just seen the Joker in every like Jack Nicholson role after that? Oh, yeah, he no, plays him. Yeah. It's Jack Nicholson as yeah, Joker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, no, I agree. That's a good take. Eyebrows. <laughs> um, but then when we get to Batman Returns, Tim Burton kind of like just upped his his own style. Like he took it up a couple of notches. So we have the weird origin for Catwoman. We have the the, uh, the weird origin, weird for origin for Penguin. Uh, yeah, everything is just <laughs> yeah. kind of odd and very Burtony, you know. <laughs> uh, but and I smaller. Did- the it, city is so much more compact and doesn't look as lived in as the original. No, I think even the original, I mean, you see the that, uh, that movie theater in the background, like, I don't know how many times, every time the Bam, every, every time the Batmobile turns a corner, there's that theater in the background. It's like they're, they're just <laughs> going around in circles at the same lot. Which It's funny. Speaking how of, does the Batmobile turn a corner? Like those specific so, mobiles from the 80s and 90s. So that one actually had a grappling hook that would attach to a wall and then help it turn. Yeah. Which you know, the do you remember MTV there. was MTV actually when 89 came out, they were act Robert Wool, who played uh Knox, the reporter, actually came out and did um it was like a giveaway and you could win, win a, a, a drivable Batmobile. Yeah. And I wanted one so bad. And of course <laughs> I wasn't el- eligible to enter, but like I remember trying my best to get my parents to to actually like <laughs> you know ride in and so I could win a Batmobile. I was like, how cool would it be if we actually drove the Batmobile? Which to me is still like the greatest movie Batmobile. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think, and and mm-hmm. I like the '66 one. I like the Tumbler, uh, but I mean something about that. Cyrus was cool too. It's okay. Yeah, but oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. But that '89 Batmobile was like the best. It yeah. is, and and I want you, I want you all to do an exercise for me right now. Close <laughs> your eyes. Close your eyes. Picture sitting oh. in the theater next November. You hear, and you the Batmobile. You open your and Batmobile. The Batmobile comes turning the corner. That Burton Batmobile and Michael Keaton in that bat suit hops out. How, I'm ready. I oh my god, I cannot wait. <laughs> I'm ready. Let's do it. Yeah, one hundred percent, man. That's is it be amazing. A, is it in Six Flags and uh, it's a Great America that they have uh, a replica of that? I Batman think they movie? have one. Yeah, they in have Jersey? one at the Six Flags near me. Yeah, yeah. That's that. I have a picture that I can't find it. That thing. I mean, I would like to have that in my backyard, just sitting there. Right. And and, it, and it's um, what's the alley called? Uh, the alley Crime called alley? Ba- Crime Alley. So like the 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 ride, the Batman ride, like the queue. The lineup is through Crime Alley, so it's a oh, bunch of nice. like dripping sewers and dark, and it's nice because you're in the like air condition, <laughs> right? <But> like, <laughs> yeah. The ride itself, though, like the way it, the way you're sitting, it's almost like you're like mid jump, like jumping off a building with the keep billowing out behind you. Your neck is going all <laughs> over the place. So afterwards, like. I got so sick. I ran over to the nearest garbage pan to get <laughs> a garbage can to get sick. And I feel mm-hmm. someone rubbing my back. And I think it was my friend at the time. And I, oh, looked, I thought you were going to say it was Alfred. Oh, <laughs> Note to self, I, I, don't ride roller coasters with Anthony. <laughs> I, I look up and it's Wonder Woman. And I'm like, this is not how I wanted to be Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> 
if that's your worry, I, there's are a lot of things I can tell you not to do with Anthony because he has a surprisingly large number of stories that all involve excrement coming from his body. Oh, <laughs> public places or other people's homes. Gotcha. Oh, um, Chuck and Joe, you guys are in San Antonio. Um, what's the? Yeah. They have a Batman ride at the Six Flags, don't they? At Fiesta Texas. Yeah, I, I believe we have a Batman. Is that the Joker one? one? Super, uh, Superman. Yeah, it's Joker's Wild. That's, and is that uh, the one where you ride backwards? Right, like the whole thing. That one looks crazy. I think you go forward and then you come backwards on that one. Okay, it's been I, a while it, since it, I've been there. Crazy. I'm not pulling in Anthony there and uh, throwing up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in that. I'm in that too. I leave the yeah. leave the adventuring to the uh, the superheroes. I'm like, no, I'm not getting on that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Uh, I was terrified of roller coasters until like my ninth grade uh, band trip. And like all my friends were going up and I was like, well, they're going, I want to go. And <laughs> so I was peer pressured into it and now I love them. Uh, but anyway, back to Batman Returns. Can I, can I tell you one of my biggest complaints that Batman Returns are at the bat? Like they yes. didn't, the lack of continuity between Batman 89 and Batman Returns, not just in the look of the city, but like I would have been like, I would have liked to enjoyed it better. And I love Batman Returns, mind you. It's one of my favorite <laughs> Batman movies. I would have enjoyed it more if like Vicky Vale was more than a passing reference, or maybe they brought back Knox and like some of these supporting characters. I, I kind of wish they had brought back Knox for sure. He was so, he was an interesting side character. Or um, or Harvey Dent in a role. Yeah. Like a yeah. Well, well again, that's what Max Shrek was supposed to be. It was supposed Harvey to Dent, be yeah. Harvey Dent, and then the explosion at the end is what actually turned him into uh two-face but right i don't know why they didn't go in that direction i don't know i can't tell you you know i mean sometimes, yeah, sometimes, sometimes they, they make ghost rider they make Lando decisions and, yeah that would have been cool i would have loved and i really would have liked to see billy d williams as two-face i mean i know he did the uh oh that would have been awesome yeah, animated yeah the animated but yeah. i mean it would have been great to see like him live action because he's a great actor uh, he doesn't get enough credit but he uh he actually is a pretty good actor so i I would have loved to see that. Um, I do remember, baby. <laughs> I remember he was uh, he was here in town in San Antonio doing a smaller uh, was I wouldn't even call it a con. It was more like a show. Uh, I don't know if you remember that one, Joe, but it was over um, I think like the Marbot Convention Center or something like that. Anywho, I remember seeing him and I uh, he had a huge line and he was recording on your cell phone his voice as your you're answering when you were like somebody get the voice, your voicemail and he'd be like, hi, you've reached Joe's phone. This is Billy D. Williams, you know, that's that awesome. silky voice. I was like, what's he charging for that? Cause that seems amazing. But that's probably what had the line so huge. I was just like, that's, you would never erase that. You'd never get a new cell phone. No, nope. <laughs> I got to keep this forever. Cause Billy D's on here. <laughs> <laughs> that's super cool. But okay. The one thing that bothered me most about Batman Returns, and I love Batman Returns. Uh, it's very, it actually to me feels pretty Christmassy in certain moments. Mm -hmm. uh, but the one thing that always bothered me was Catwoman's origin. Ooh, you know, so the Egyptian she, god thing. I I don't know. All I know is that uh, Max Shrek puts her out, throws her out a window, and like all these cats kind of like come swarm around her and start like licking and biting her. And then all of a sudden she wakes up and she's like Catwoman. <laughs> it just seems so weird to me. I mean, it, it, it also feels very Burton-y. 
you know. So well, we they were it. they were radioactive cats, Jerry. That's yeah, not, that's not <laughs> <laughs> they would have been if Stan Lee had written it. <laughs> she did. He literally really have... gave her nine lives. Literally, if you <laughs> count right. throughout the film, she wastes like seven of them or eight of them, and then eight, you know, there's no surprise more. when she shows up at the end looking up because she has one more. Yeah, and she got improved vision because she took her glasses off and she was became athletic. So that yeah. was. <laughs> so they must have been radioactive cats. I think we cracked it. <laughs> there you go, Burton. You can have that one. <laughs> uh, and the penguin, uh, I remember also thinking, like, he doesn't look like Burgess Meredith. <laughs> Danny DeVito owned that role. In he did. He, so oh, he did. He did. Yep. I 100% and it's agree. cool. He's doing a penguin. He's writing a penguin comic now. Ooh, That's cool. Nice. Oh, That's awesome. Yeah. Yep. For the penguins, like however many years in the comics, they're doing a big like uh, book for him, and he's writing one of the stories. Uh, are are they going to have like a Batman spinoff, like about Penguin now? Also, a, a TV show or something I, like I that? Was, I read. I think I heard yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I wonder yeah. if Colin Farrell will be will come back. And... <laughs> I, I, I have to admit, when I Colin say that, that's not funny. Yeah, he looks crazy. He when I when crazy. I saw Batman Returns, uh, and I'd always been more of a Marvel guy, but I didn't really know like batman's rogues galleries origins so for me seeing that penguin origin and that catwoman origin although the catwoman one did seem kind of weird uh <laughs> I, I was like okay I, as far as like you know oswald Cobblepot being the baby and being you know uh i don't know if it's pc to say deformed or whatever but look different mm-hmm. you know what i mean uh but uh i thought that was like a really kind of creepy origin and jerry yeah. you're definitely right i i thought I've thought of it as a Christmas movie for a long time, and I put it on my list. And people always tell me, "What Batman Returns?" And I'm like, "No, it's that last line is like awesome." You know, that's so. If he, if, the only thing he could have said better would have been "Merry Christmas," but you know, that last line he gives to Alfred is is uh, perfect. Not to jump ahead, but yeah, I thought the Oswald story people people creepy. won't be able to follow. No. <laughs> 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 I mean, what, I think you just pay- threw shade at all of your guests just now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what's creepier about the penguin? He's Pee Wee Herman's son. I mean, yeah. that was Pee Wee Herman creepy. back in. The, you know, it was yeah. Pee Wee Herman was kind of big back. You know, back then, and then being the penguin's dad. I, mean, I remember when I saw him, I was like, "Hey, it's Pee Wee." <laughs> <laughs> and y'all know, let's let's, let's be real. Pee Wee Herman seems like the type who would throw a kid in the. In the <laughs> he came back that... to play the same character on the gotham series yeah oh, i heard cool. that too yeah yeah and that, that was, was that one's better that one was better <laughs> the the mom is the same gal from uh, pb's big adventure the one that he's getting mm-hmm. chased around with bernadette peters right no right and you no, wonder how no, no, bernadette so creepy well one you're Who thinking of carol kane from gotham but no the the mom is not bernadette peters in in batman returns who is it Simone from Simone, yeah. Simone from I don't remember her name. Ovois Simone. <laughs> Diane Salinger. That's it. Oh, there you go, Anthony. And Pee Wee went. Pee Wee went to the Alamo. So does that mean that the Penguin's dad visited San Antonio? <laughs> <laughs> All coming together. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But I, I did love all the penguin that the penguin actually did keep his like gadget umbrellas, 
Like that was like one of my favorite bits in in the whole movie when I was little. You know, I just I was like, yeah, he's got the machine gun umbrella. He's got the the spinny one for the kids, the helicopter, the helicopter yeah. one. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Shows the cute one. Yeah, that's one of my favorite scenes <laughs> in the movie is when him and Batman are standing outside talking outside of the department store. Yeah, that explodes, and as it explodes, Catwoman comes back flipping out of it, and they're just staring at her. And then she stops in front of them. And she's like, "Meow." <laughs> Guys, I don't think you that, said it that, sexy that enough. You gotta yeah. <laughs> try, try again. That wasn't Michelle Pfeiffer on the please, podcast. Please, that was Anthony. Please. Please don't ask Anthony to do that, please. <laughs> Can you give us another meow? <laughs> check it. Check the gate. <laughs> Print it. Mark um, it. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. She does. Because uh, she, she even says, like, you killed me. The penguin or Max killed me. You killed me. The penguin killed me. And uh, and then, of course, Max keeps like shooting her as they're going. But I, she's like four, five. Stay Still alive. alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that was uh, Anthony. That wasn't Michelle Pfeiffer. On the <laughs> yeah. Ladies now and gentlemen, one's... Michelle Pfeiffer, guest, uh, special guest is here. <laughs> now, that one was surprising to me. <laughs> yeah. After all this time, Tom, you still get surprised by Anthony, huh? It happens. <laughs> I, like, I like when they're that's like, how, they're... that's how we keep the relationship alive. <laughs> <laughs> 365 days. Oh, I was gonna say that. Right? I was gonna oh. say that. <laughs> that is Touche. Okay. <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. Yep. yep. You gotta bite that good joke bait when there's that good joke bait out there. Like, Who's gonna be first? <laughs> So one of the things I did really love about this movie was uh, the relationship between Bruce and Selena, like that, you know, kind of playful, flirty, but also very, you know, aggressive, but also restrained at the same time. It was like this weird dichotomy that they kind of they kind of went back and forth with. And I like how after they've fought and they've each injured each other and, you know, so they have their date and then they're kind of making out and like they're, (laughs) they're slowly finding their injuries and they're like finding ways to move their hands over. I mean, that always made me laugh. Like I just thought it was the funniest thing when I was 12. Oh, it made me laugh too. And the excuse, they both go to Alfred to make an excuse for them. And I, and I love Selena Kyle's can you write me like a can you write him like a dirty limerick like a dirty limerick or something and he's like i think one just popped into mine <laughs> yeah one just sprung to mine <laughs> well and, and bruce even says something like uh you know like, like i like her but like in a some kind of dumb be my girlfriend kind of way or something like that <laughs> but spoiler alert in the multiverse when we had the crisis on infinite earth's crossover in the cw and the, the Arrowverse, they you have Alexander Knox. Alexander is that his name? I don't remember. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the reporter Knox sitting on a bench reading a paper, and it talks about Bruce and Selena's wedding. So, oh, I don't know, I don't know if y'all I did not see that. I did not, I did not do, yeah. Do, do we think she's gonna be she's gonna cameo in The Flash? I hope so. I, I really do. Too. I really do. I mean, you look at her in um, like Endgame she, she recently. Could, she still, she still got it. You know. Oh, yeah. she does. Still oh got God, it. she can you still know? fit into that it's suit, good. all right. I mean, even if they adjusted the suit, I would just love to see her back as Selena and Catwoman again. <laughs> Which, 
Okay, I have to ask, do y'all like Catwoman better as a villain or an anti-hero? Villain. Anti-hero. 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 I think I, I do mean, too. Batman side piece, come on. Yeah, anti-hero. <laughs> although, 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 yeah, who who said villain? Who said villain? I did. Manny. 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 Like, there is something sexier about the relationship when she's a pure villain and there's that, like... I would argue yeah. there's way more sexual tension when she's, like, the anti-hero. I like I like in that scene when they're dancing and they're like, we're going to fight now, aren't we? <laughs> That's yeah. one of the best scenes in the movie when they yeah. realize who each other are. Yeah. And like she's like nearly crying when she realizes it when they're dancing there. Let's go outside. Such a good scene. Yep. Let's cool. And it's real purposeful and meaningful but, is that everyone's so, wearing a mask except for them, too. Except for them. Yeah. 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 In, in that scene there. And, and I know it's been brought up a, a lot before that that is their mask. So. I mean, it, that hits, you know, and it's so it dramatic and emotional. And then it's ruined and undercut by the giant rubber duck car. that <laughs> 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 yeah. I'm glad I'm not the only one that gets emotional for Batman. I'd say you're in good company. Yeah. Also, this movie hit is a milestone too, Jerry. I think this is the first time we got DJ Bruce Wayne Batman. Oh, I'm gonna play this city like a... oh yeah <laughs> that's right Anthony's on a roll tonight <laughs> like a harp from hell like yeah. also such another weird nothing, scene like right? I love yeah, the yeah. idea yeah like, I love the idea of him taking control of the Batmobile but, but the way he they had plans where did they get those plans how did they get the blueprints for the Batmobile and why was he driving it on a little kitty like uh ride? Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. After I that movie, know. I know I was trying to stick my though uh, on, on one of those little rides, <laughs> trying to ride it like a penguin. <laughs> so do we just assume that? Do we just assume that Batman makes his own internet because he's not going to like risk putting all the bat? You didn't see on, like... the Bruce Wayne satellites? <laughs> I'm in, sure uh, Wayne tech- Batman. Yeah. Wayne technology. I'm pretty sure not Batman. Sorry, Superman. Yeah, yeah, Man of Steel. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Wayne that, Industries. Man. I'm yeah. pretty sure Wayne Industries owns the internet for Gotham. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it does too. But the the penguin. So his journey, at least, or his arc in this, is that uh, he's of course trying to get revenge as well on all the firstborn, you know, uh, children just because he was a firstborn and was tossed away. But you know, he kind of has a little bit where he's trying oh, to the helicopter the public, in, you know in behind Manny. There's a helicopter penguin behind Manny. Flying oh, up. yeah. <laughs> nice. Classic. But but yeah, I mean, the penguin, uh, he's actually pretty ruthless in this version. I mean, there's that point where he's like talking with the, that henchman, you know, the, the clown or whatever. And, you know, like the, the guy's like, uh, I mean, k- killing little children. Isn't that a little? Uh, and then he just shoots him. And he's like, no, it's a lot. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you think about the scene where he's uh, eating the fish and then he bites that dude's nose. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, no. And then he talks, you know. It gets pretty, he's, pretty, pretty raunchy in there. I was about to say, he is very oh, yeah. sexually frustrated. That's oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, the way he puts on that pin. My goodness, man. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's just like, here it is. And he's like squeezing it in. And I'm just like a friggin' uncomfortable 10-year-old. Like, is he pushing that thing on her tata? Like, what is going yeah. on? Yeah. <laughs> There was def some BDSM type stuff going on. I, I don't like, know about I mean, that. He was into he was into Catwoman. He liked yeah. Catwoman's look. Oh, yeah. Well, who doesn't like Catwoman? Oh, touche. Touche. What a fantastic costume. 
She had yeah. to be she like had to be sewn in there, sealed into that costume. Yeah. 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 Wow. Hey man. Wow. And she actually put that bird in her mouth. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, oh. that was crazy in itself. Yeah. 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 He actually yeah. ate an actual fish. That was even crazier. Oh, gross. Who was it? Yeah, that was it? That shit. As long who as was it, smoked, who was initially cast, it. but then got pregnant. Who was it? Wasn't it Sean uh, Young? And, no, it was Annette, Sean Annette Benning. Sean Young wanted. She was it. the one that yes. campaigned. That showed hard. up at the office with a whip, and Tim Burton had to hide under the desk. No, yeah, she <laughs> she campaigned hard. She wanted the role. Uh, but I remember when Part Two was when Returns was coming out. Um, one of my cousin, his dad was like like really into like the newest stuff. He was always always kind of knew what was going on. And I remember he was you know saying, yeah, Danny DeVito has been tapped. You know, they're they haven't found Catwoman yet, but they're thinking about doing uh, Madonna was one of the choices. And I remember like Ooh. trying to picture Madonna as Catwoman and like I not being able it. to not being able to really wrap my head around it. Danny DeVito was the only if you watch all happen. the behind the scenes stuff for that movie. Danny DeVito is always the only choice. Like they said yeah. before they even announced yeah. Penguin is going to be in the movie after the first one ended. People were like, well, Danny DeVito is going to play the Penguin, right? Because there's only like one guy below five foot in like Hollywood. So they just assumed <laughs> it had to be him. Like, that's because uh, Manny y'all. was still a kid, but they could have probably used him now. <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> I, I, we did a kind of deep dive on uh, Now Watch This with Danny DeVito uh, as we covered one of his movies. And man, like he was a player back in the day. Like, man, he was uh, he was to, what to he be was, small, was. He was getting some some play. He, he was a definition of money can get you a lot of things. Maybe. But yeah, That's he a, was. He, let's he was, be honest. He he's short it, and he's not yeah. a great looking guy. Like, come on, man. <laughs> but, but they'd say like he'd be the life of the party. Like, you know, people would want to be around him. I mean, it could have been half of the drugs that they were doing, but they had to uh, acknowledge him so they didn't step on him. Oh, <laughs> yeah. God, short guys can't get no love. <laughs> so, so I have sure a question for you guys, real quick, about Michael Keaton's Batman. Okay, do you okay. Ho- do you hope when he shows up in the Flash next year, he still can't move his neck? Do you hope he still has to turn <laughs> like this? A little yeah, bit, give me some actually. continuity. I'm I actually kind of do. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> too much messing with that costume is going to make people unhappy. Yeah, what I that's feel very kind of, true. I feel kind of bad though. It's because we're all so hyped for that, and that's it's just like all a fandom, right? And it's like very little has been said about the Flash and Ezra Miller. Oh yeah, yeah. Poor Flash. And that's a perfect recipe for him to totally steal the show too, because there's not yeah. a lot of weight on him. So a lot of people don't aren't really. There's not a lot of, like on him. Like there's not a lot of weight on his shoulders. So when people do see it, they're gonna be like, "Oh yeah, he's in it. It's his movie. Holy crap, he's pretty good." <laughs> well, I, I really thought I he, see that he did well in in the uh, Justice League movie, um, uh, especially the the recut, uh, the Snyder cut. I mean, Flash is that that end scene with him. I just, God, man, that, that I just hope he runs pills. better. I could not get past his running. It was yeah, the it, weirdest thing in the world to me. But it was other honest. than that, yes, I, it was I thought like he was Sheldon a good actor. from uh, Big Bang Theory. I mean, Ezra Miller—he's a fantastic <laughs> actor. I mean, uh, what's that one? The Perks of Being a Wallflower. He was great in that, and I mean, he's—he's he's just a he great actor. A... But yeah, that was. Uh, Did y'all know there the were people who didn't like the Snyder cut? <laughs> it wasn't that. It was whatever. I might've, like I, I might have heard of that too. It's it's 2021. I mean, there's people and there's people. Yeah, I no. <laughs> No, here's the thing with the Snyder cut. I, I I I wasn't expecting a lot. I mean, it was good. It was better than what we it was definitely saw better. first. Yeah, I agree. But it just it really wasn't that much of an upgrade. It was. 
It was a poorly done film. It was overthought and overshot. I don't know. I just didn't like it. I think there's a reason you cut your movies down from four hours. Yeah, pretty much. Anyway, Batman Returns. <laughs> I, just, I wanted to see Anthony's face. Snyder cuts. Um, <laughs> but so as far as the Christmas of it all goes, I mean, there's like that huge scene where they're oh, lighting yeah, the tree. The the tree lighting. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think so. Yeah. I can't tell sometimes when we talk about uh, Batman, but in this particular one, you know, that there's the tree lighting at the very beginning. Uh, and then that's when like the, 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 what are they called? The circus gang or the, the red circle, red gang, triangle gang, red triangle like that, gang. Yeah. yeah the yeah. red triangle bust out of all the presents and stuff like that, which, how do they, uh, how, but okay. So they, they do it and it's awesome. And, but the tree, I mean, it was like a beautiful tree. You could see that being in a city like Gotham, uh did it give you all the bats in the tree (laughs) i don't know man how did they get batman the batmobiles plans there's a lot of things we we just have to accept (laughs) (laughs) i mean there's that christmasy part where alfred's you know putting you know the ornaments on the tree yeah that's that's pretty christmasy about the movies you know yeah I don't know if there's the ice princess. The ice princess. Yeah. Yeah. Love to the ice princess. Which, by the way, talk, let's talk about a lame death. She's standing on the ledge. She falls (laughs) off. Why didn't Batman jump off the ledge with his grapple hook and like grab her and save her? Come on. (laughs) Well, not just that. It's like when they let you go, get down from the ledge. Right? Yes. (laughs) You know, she says, she let me go. I think I reasoned with her girl to girl or something like that. It's like, okay, we'll get step down. (laughs) You don't need to be on a ledge right now. (laughs) But but this is also like what I meant earlier when I said the city doesn't feel lived in. Like the big Christmas tree lighting, there's like five people in the crowd. It was not a big crowd. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, that's all after the the gang thing happens. That's true. Maybe people were just scared. People were scared. No, we're off these streets, man. Touche. <laughs> Never thought of it like that, Chuck. Okay, I gotta ask if you, you're a regular Joe in Gotham City. You're just you're just an ordinary guy. Okay, just me, just me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just you know, you're Joe. Um, you see all this crazy <laughs> things going down. Like there's there's murders, there's like genocides, there's you know all sorts of crazy villains. Do you not like pack up and move? If if you have the ability to pack up a move, you do. If not, you always make sure you're home after before dark. <laughs> you got to treat yeah. it like freaking like, purge like night, what, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I, I I thought I heard something there, but this is not your podcast. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> it's when you don't have Julia around to tame Anthony, you know, it's when he gets off the off the cuff a little bit. <laughs> I know, Jerry, if I've got a great job in like home security because everybody needs it, you know, yeah. paying me, you know, some exorbitant amount of money a year, over 100K a year I'm working for Wayne Enterprises. I, I might not leave, man. I might just have to <laughs> just risk it. Yeah, at, at what like, point? With uh, like, at what point do they send in the National Guard and the FBI <laughs> to take care of all these psychotics who they Gotham City Police Department can't contain in jail or in the mental asylum? Like, at what point do they well, say the city like needs like martial law or something because like <laughs> they're not working out? <laughs> well, apparently not yet because Batman's yeah. still able to handle it. You saw what Bane did in Dark Knight, right? Yeah, well, I mean, they tried to they bring him with Bane, the and they hung them from helicopters. Yeah, I was going to say, it's actually the worst town in the entire world, they make it seem like, with the one guy without any superpowers managing it. 
We, we, he's we, got we, friends. It's basically you know, on the horn. Come on, man. This <laughs> yeah, guy was not allowed. He Which was excommunicated from the League of Shadows. He, he's got more than super super. That's why it made. That's why. <laughs> as much as I like, I don't mind my Batman not living like in an internet connected universe because when you start <laughs> thinking like Metropolis is like a state over, why isn't freaking Superman coming over to help with this crap? Like, it's all know the what time, I mean? right? Because Batman don't. Because Soup's him. is busy around the world he doing other know. stuff too. He's chilling on the farm with his mom, man. Chill. Yeah, but you, you also know Bruce is probably like, stay out of Gotham, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yes, there you go. Stay yeah, out of Gotham. Right. The minute he comes into Gotham airspace, like a bat drone fires a kryptonite bullet like up into the <laughs> That's another Jerry. thing I hated with Batman versus Superman. Like, on on no planet, under any circumstances, did Batman have a chance against Superman? There's no way, no how. I don't care what he builds. There's no chance. Martha. There's no... But but our mom's name is Martha. Martha. What did you say? <laughs> that was your the mom, stupidest crap. That man. Was, your oh mom's my. name no is my mom's name. Whoa! Did I would have looked in the writers' room, and when they thought yes. that was a great idea, like, come on, man! Like so, nobody you, put it together. I've been reading comics did. for years, and it yes. never registered with me. So I thought, hey, it's clever. They yeah, could have yeah. executed it. It better. was clever. It was a but terrible execution. Why do I not? Why am I, I not surprised? It was, together. it was basically that. Did we just become best friends? Yes. Yeah. Pretty yeah. Much. <laughs> Our childhood trauma is connecting. No, like I'm not surprised that Anthony likes that because he liked the uh, <laughs> oh, Snyder God. cut. So, dude, on, I man. loved the Snyder cut. Grow up. I, I did too. <laughs> Shots fired. Well, here's Bane. I dig it. Bane and Joker don't it. quite get along, do they? <laughs> Can we talk about what was supposed to happen in uh, Dark Knight Rises before he before he Ledger's passing? Bane yeah. was supposed to like break him out of uh, Arkham Asylum, and that just would have been unbelievable. Yeah, he was supposed to have a role. I, in it. I, I yeah, heard he was like, going to be the judge role. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but then I heard it. Wow. I heard they were gonna like reference him after he died, and Chris Nolan decided against it. Yeah. Where when when they were opening up all the prisons in like Arkham and Blackgate, Bane was like, "No, no, not that one." And you just hear the laughing behind the door. That would have been awesome. That oh been, man, that would have been great. That, that would have been really Bane, cool. Bane, why would Bane want him out? And then when he has control <laughs> of the city. Well, if you remember the Nightfall comic, uh, Bane actually does release a ton of. Batman well, rogues and Batman's he's already getting him. sick, and so he's literally just going night after night. I mean, just doing everything he can to try to stop these guys. That by the time Bane gets to him, he's able to beat him because he's like so run down, so sick that but, it's like, yeah, I'll, I'll break your back. No big. But in the Dark Knight Rises, when Bane breaks him out, he already defeated Batman. Like Batman's already in prison across the globe. So why would he break yeah. him out at that point? Is why I mean. Yeah, I love what Jerry put it though. Where Jerry has. uh Batman in the role where you know Superman's calling and's like, "Hey man, I can come and help out." And he's like, "I said I got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't need your help." That's yeah. another okay, thing because Batman. if Superman came and helped Batman with his problems, he would solve them within three seconds every time. <laughs> yep. We just talked on my show not that long about that great episode of the uh, animated series where uh, it's the, the Superman animated series where he's kind of Batman for the day. Uh, because uh-huh. Brainiac has taken over uh, Bruce Wayne without knowing that Bruce Wayne is Batman. And, uh, you know, he encounters Bane and encounters Brainiac. And they're like, 
what the hell batman's like, batman's <laughs> on the juice or whatever <laughs> and he's yeah, he's beating him down you know yeah <laughs> yeah well, wasn't there, didn't they recently in the so. comic there was like a costume party or something that they went yeah, to yeah and so they, that's they swapped gonna, that's they like, what i was gonna bring up in the in the arc last year when batman and selena were engaged when they were engaged they went yeah. on a double date with clark and lois and they were going to some fair where there was a costume party and they didn't have costumes. So Batman <laughs> so and Superman just switched costumes. They just switched costumes. And Lois Lane and Catwoman did. And Superman was like, wow. And he saw Lois Lane in the Catwoman costume. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I love that book. He's because Bruce is such a bummer the whole time. And like, you know, Clark's trying to have fun with it or whatever. And he's just yeah. being a downer. And like Selena and Lois are drinking together. Like she's got yeah. a blast, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I like the the Scott Snyder, the Tom King. I mean, those runs were just amazing. You know, I, yeah, I really Court of Owls is, is is just awesome, man. Court of Owls Court is one of those classic yeah. Batman stories already. Yeah, I think Reeves is going to do the Court of Owls, one of the sequels. That'd be cool. Oh, that'd be awesome. I could see that. That'd be really cool. What do you think of like the newer like Court of Owls aside Batman villains like Doctor Pig and like. You can't like improve upon like I feel I fi- I feel bad for the writers of modern Batman because his rogues gallery is so famous and iconic. It's hard to introduce one who's gonna like like new ones. Well, yeah. they did the what was the name? Blue. They did Bane. They did Harley and whatever you think of Harley, Jerry. You she's become iconic. Bane, Harley, mm-hmm. Core of Owls. It's hard to like introduce new ones though. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Professor Pig. Yeah. Well, I, and uh, I mean, I feel I, I mentioned it earlier, but I think Spider-Man's kind of got that same that same problem. That, yeah. that same problem. Yep. I mean, everybody knows the Green Goblin. Everybody knows Venom. You know, uh, Doc Ock. Doc Ock. Yeah, all those guys. It's like, how do you introduce someone new? And then you do, and it just doesn't really take. And they'll they'll try to make a take, and it just it doesn't. I guess it's just a downer when you got your famous <laughs> you got your famous rogues, man. <laughs> They're too good. I mean, we talk about the Joker sometimes, and it's like he's. You know, if you wanted to talk popularity and fame wise, it's like, isn't he like the only villain to ever get like a one off pick of their own, you know, a a feature film of their own? You know, it's like that's the popularity Mm -hmm. of the Joker. You know what I mean? And it's like, you know, he happens to be Batman's main, you know, rogue. But it's like if you ranked him in popularity, it would probably be like, you know, Batman uh, joke, Batman Joker, then Superman and the whole of DC as a whole. That's that many people love the Joker. Yeah. And I guarantee you Joker would give Batman a run for the money for that top spot too. Uh, totally. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Especially now. You know what I mean? Yeah, I completely agree. Joker origin story was done perfectly. I'm just going to say that. I loved it. Well, there was a couple things I changed, but for the most part, it was perfect. Which in the, in the, the Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix? No, no. I'm talking about with uh, Joaquin. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm Murray. <laughs> 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 you, you get what you effing deserve. <laughs> Spoiler. If you haven't That's seen how it. you really feel right now, Anthony. <laughs> my favorite part in that film, my favorite part of that film is when his friends come over. It's like my mom died. Oh god. <laughs> that was such a scary and effed up scene. Yeah. When 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 the well, King Phoenix can sell just about anything. He's so fantastic. <laughs> he's, had a, 
when the Dude, midget when, when the mid, when he though that oh little person tries to get out of the door yeah. and he scares oh. him when he tries to leave he's like oh. yeah he's like whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Because yeah. at that point he just had the white paint on his face, and then he had the blood splattered on there. Yeah, that yeah. little that little guy, the uh, little person in that scene, he's in a lot of stuff. I see. He's also in Game of Thrones. I remember too. And no, he wasn't. Um, what's his face? <laughs> he was actually when they were doing the um, they were doing the theater scene. Is everybody familiar with uh, Game of Thrones here? Yeah, but well, I mean, I, not why specifically? Uh, they're doing the theater scene when. Um, Arya Stark is in uh, goes to the uh, she always says Valamagulis wherever that place is. Uh, no, anyway, uh-huh. they're doing they're doing a theater scene and um, he's he's playing uh, the little guy is doing a reenactment of uh, oh my god why can't I remember his name what's the what's the little guy's name in the show Tyrion yeah he's doing a little Tyrion and they're doing the play where they behead Ned Stark and all that stuff he's oh, the yeah. little person there and he, there's some, there's a couple other things he's in but yeah I'm rambling now we could talk about Batman again <laughs> well okay. be, before we get to to the you end know, here I want to oh go ahead I Tom feel like I should fill in all of the missing words <clears throat> from what CJ just said from Game of Thrones because there was a lot missing there there was I'm kind of trying to pay attention to the baseball highlights, and I was talking at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody Arya read Stark the two comics? The island when Arya Stark was on the island of Bravos. Bravos, yes, men. Yeah, yes, yeah. And then they're doing the play, and she's watching it, and she's saddened because she's watching about the death her, dad. Of her father. That's her yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's basically her life. You, but this is my life. <laughs> All I know is. You know nothing, John Snow. <laughs> you know nothing, John Snow. You know nothing. <laughs> Manny, you were asking about the comic, right, Manny? Yeah, the, I, I the haven't two, had a, which one? Ha- the two the releases from '89. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I haven't had a chance to read them yet. I'm super. Yeah, me neither. I'm, I'm super waiting excited for them to be collected. I, That's usually I what I do. Yeah. Editions, yeah. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not Get doing that anymore. Guest collection. But, yeah, but I. I, I, I kind of had to start doing that. Um, it, it just. It was easier, you know, with kids. It was just I couldn't quite keep up anymore. So I just started just waiting for the trades to come out and then just getting the trade and reading it at that time. So what's uh, the story supposed to be? Is it supposed to be after returns or is it? No, after 89. Okay. After 89. It's it's, it's like the um, so far it's like developing Harvey Dent's, you know, into Two-Face, basically. And we're supposed to get Robin, right? I believe that. Yes, Drake. Right, but yeah. it officially takes place after returns, right, Manny? Mm, oh. No, because it, it still has the Joker goons and stuff like that. So I mean, but it's only two episodes. There's there's not there's not that much said. I mean, it just centers a lot in into Harvey Dent, the la- the only two issues wonder, out so far. Great scene it, going on behind Manny right now. <laughs> yeah. The mistletoe scene. Uh, anyway, sorry. Um so I wonder because the original came out in 89 and then returns in 92. 92. I wonder if that occurred in real time or if it was like, mm. like how soon afterwards was, did the sequel take place? I mean, mm. it's so hard to gauge because there's like this weird combo that I've talked about of like film noir, like thirties, forties gangster style with like eighties stuff like uh-huh. on top of it. So it, it was always hard for me to place like what era what time took place yeah, in. It's in. Yeah. And I felt the cartoon kind of took that and ran with it. Yeah, it definitely it, did. It, it's definitely in that same spot, right? Yeah. And it, I mean, it's kind of timeless if you think about it, but at the same time, it's it also 
It's so confusing to me. I mean, but being Batman 89, wouldn't it be just right after Batman 89? Because, I mean, I mean it, it does focus on Harvey Dent, the same uh, Harvey Dent from Batman 89. Yeah, but that, just because he wasn't in Returns doesn't mean he wasn't still technically. Yeah. Because Tim Burton intended to make him Two-Face in the third one if he got to do a third one. And right. maybe didn't want him to. WB is always messing things uh, things up. (laughs) Darn it, WB. That's the big thing. They should Uh, let him do it again and see how he can fit in Johnny Depp and Helen Bottom (laughs) across. If you had to bet, who do you think they'd be? No, Uh, Riddler uh, and Poison Ivy. Oh no, Harley Quinn, like really old Harley Quinn. Ooh, she's psychotic. Uh, Old Joker (laughs) and Harley Quinn. Imagine an old no. Harley Quinn with like leave him as a Mad Hatter, man. Just leave him as a Mad Hatter. <laughs> oh, okay. I like that. I like that. Funny. Has uh have they um I completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they have. No, they, I don't know. <laughs> no, it was supposed to be uh was it that I heard Marlon Wayne's was supposed to be Robin? He was yep. yeah, yeah. That's who they yep. wanted for Robin. Yeah, I think Chris Rock also was uh Chris Rock was uh, considered uh <laughs> oh, I feel like it didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> Marlon Marlon Wayne's yes, you Chris Rock. Chris yeah. Rock is as Robin saying like Batman, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Marlon Wayne's at that time he had ju- just did Requiem, or it was around no. that time. So. Yeah, know. but are that close? Beats me. I mean, he was he was amazing in that. They're not just yeah. pulling them from In Living Color to do that. Shit. <laughs> in Living Color, I used to love that show. Do what yep. you wanna do in Living in Color. J Lo used to be a dancer in that show. He was, yeah. Everybody knows that now, Manny. <laughs> yeah. I used no. to hey CJ. Show. <laughs> what, Yo, Requiem for a Dream is not so two thousand, man. So they would have been a ways off. Oh. <laughs> so I, I don't the answer is no that. then he, he didn't the just do it is, yeah. uh, so real quick before we answer. before we we finish out here um what are y'all's thoughts on the dark knight returns comic book and the killing joke book as well i have it, very positive it, thoughts of both i do too because <laughs> that's what they drew inspiration as far as like style you know uh for the, this whole series here from those two books especially um they were very popular i don't see they, it you keep really? saying that, but I've never heard that before. Yeah, I don't see it at all. Yeah, in no. those so movies. it's dark. Yeah. They're yeah. taking Batman back to his darker roots. Like they've admitted that they wanted to do that rather than base it on the campy 66 style. I'm not saying they took plot elements. I'm saying they took yeah. the stylization from there, yeah. which they've admitted. <laughs> on, Tim Burton has no. said on camera that he has done that. <laughs> <laughs> but Tim Burton also said that he'd never read a comic book or, or, or stuff like that. So that's true. Maybe we can't trust him. No. <laughs> yeah. See that. See that part makes more sense. Let's not trust him. <laughs> it's that hair. You can't trust that hair. Get that under control first, Tim, and then we'll talk. You know? But I, I mean, I really loved Alan Moore's The Killing Joke. I mean, it was just. Yeah. Uh, it, it really gave Joker. I mean, it fleshed out his character. I kind of like not knowing. The backstory of the Joker better than knowing it, but mm-hmm. if you have to, if you have to know it, I I like the way he did it personally. Uh, yeah, yes. Go ahead, Anthony. What? I'm sorry. I just wanted to say the the uh, the killing. I I'm a fan of both. 
uh, I really like the Dark Knight Returns. I love the Killing Joke, even though I agree with you, Jerry. I I I uh, prefer when we don't know the Joker's origin. Yeah, but um, like it's just scarier, you know. It, it but he has one of the best line the quote little monologues in the killing joke it's like the most one of the most iconic joker things in comics and i have the quote here and i want to read out loud because okay go for it because i love it go ahead not gonna do not gonna do an impression why are you doing that cj please do an impression please (laughs) i was trying to pull you out of the screen so you'd shut up (laughs) (laughs) yeah do it do an impression yeah do do it again you got it now. Now that you said it, you have to. <laughs> what impression is he going to do? Yeah, you got to give him which Joker to be. Oh, oh you got to do Heath Ledger. Come on. <laughs> he would have killed this monologue, but I'm not, I'm not going to do it. Come but on, man. Now, you, already now, said now you, you have it. Just you because know, you refuse, now you have to do Jack Nicholson's Joker. No. <laughs> even tougher. No worries. You got to do Leto's Joker. Come on. Ooh, no, no, no. We're not, oh, we we're not going to do that. <laughs> Horrible Joker. Wait, wait, wait. Who else is, who, who is going to give you a reach around, though? Do Leno's Jack. Do Leno's Joker. <laughs> Leno. <laughs> but, but, but anyway, the quote is: I I proved my point. I've demonstrated there's no difference between me and everyone else. All it takes is one bad day to reduce the sanest man alive to lunacy. That's how far the world is from where I am. Just one bad day. You had a bad day once, right? Am I right? I know I am. I can tell. You had a bad day and everything changed. Why else would you dress up like a flying rat? You had a bad day and it drove you as crazy as everyone else. Only you won't admit it. You have to keep pretending that life makes sense, that that there's some point to all this struggling. I love it. All right. So now CJ, now CJ, do your uh, Heath Ledger Joker doing it. No, don't do that. I don't know. If you're good at something, never do it for free. I could try to do something. Hold on. You didn't do enough licking. I need you to do more licking and smacking. Make really oh. gross mouth. Okay. Hold yeah, on. He does, let me, he does let me do get into it. it. One sec. What part do you want? What part from the movie? Do uh, do you want to know how he got these scars? Which one? You want to know how I got these scars? Oh. I don't know. Sometimes I get hit it. Sometimes I can't. Hold on. <clears throat> the pressure. You want to know how I got these scars? My <laughs> father was a drinker and a fiend. One night, he goes off crazier than usual. Mommy grabs the kitchen knife to defend herself. He doesn't like that. Not one bit. So. <laughs> That's, that's good. good. I got right that's freaking that's awesome. Good. That's yeah. freaking awesome. Bravo, bravo. Well done, well done CJ. But uh, hey, it's crazy how trick. you got a uh, Heath Ledger. Come on. <laughs> what, you know, one of my first, favorite parts is first when, uh, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer was on, and uh, <laughs> one of my favorite parts is when he he uh, crashes the uh, big mafia meeting, and it's like, you think you could just steal from us and walk away? And he's just like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a, such a great line yeah <laughs> with your cheap suits and he's like yeah you ought to know cheap. you pay for it <laughs> yeah. you ought to know cheap. you, you should know it. you pay for it yeah. Yeah. that was a great one <laughs> i like his magic trick his magic trick is so just it's great i remember what? seeing that midnight opening night and the crowd went crazy when he did that yeah yeah oh it yeah. was great the pe- it just disappears just it's in his skull now it's over wait i want to i want to hear before we go everyone's best penguin laugh. oh we're, we're gonna we're, we're just not oh, okay, quite there okay. yet yep. so yeah. it does make me wonder uh 
what would you guys say is your hap hap happiest memory or moment with uh, this Batman series here, 89 and Returns? Watching that Batmobile take off, the flames come out of the back, and it just start barreling through town by far. Yeah, that's that's a good one. That's good. I was growing up, so I'm going to say I'm Catwoman taking a bath by the penguin. Oh my god. Can someone just mute Manny, you little well, hey, hey, we are not gonna shame Manny for his love of Danny DeVito. <laughs> That's just not cool, man. What about you, Joe? I would say um I got to experience Batman 89 in the theater uh as a kid. Um, but my happiest memory was just maybe eight or nine years ago, they had it at the draft house here in San Antonio, and I got to take my two young sons uh, to go see uh, Batman 89 in the theater. Uh, my oldest was 11. I think uh, my middle son was eight. So, you know, I got to experience it with them the way that um, I guess I experienced it as a kid. So, you know, I, I would say that would be my happiest memory with That's this awesome. uh, Batman. Yeah. Yeah. That's rad. CJ? Total, totally rad. You gotta <laughs> steal it. I, <laughs> I have to steal it from uh, Tom. Like, that was probably one of my, my favorite moments, too. Just watching the Batmobile tear butt <laughs> and uh, just hit the streets. And wasn't it in Returns when it, like, splits and then it, it's, like, this little uh, Batmobile oh, like yeah. the skinny version? Like, 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 yeah. yeah. It made I remember, so, funny I remember story. Getting that, oh, go ahead. I remember go getting ahead. that toy. And we had like a long hallway and like, I probably like showed my mom a million times. Like mom, check this out. Like 75 times I would (laughs) send it down and then I would split it. And then I would send the thing right into the wall. And I think I dented like the, the trim like 80 times. And, but every time she looked and she's like, wow, that's awesome. And now whoever's a a parent now can understand that. Like parenting is 85% pretending like you give a crap. (laughs) (laughs) No comment. <laughs> and obviously you do care, but when your yeah. kid wants to tell you, "Hey, watch me dive in the pool 86 times," it loses its allure. <laughs> do. do y'all do y'all remember? Yeah, look, look what I can do. Yeah, <laughs> look what I can do. Funny story about Christina the Batmobile. Never... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, uh, Christine Stewart, had never right? seen had never seen Stuart. So when she's like, man, Ellie just keeps wanting me to watch these things and I'm trying to stay focused. I'm like, watch this. this." (laughs) I mean, every parent needs to see that. My favorite was the old lady with the uh, megaphone sometimes like, ha, yeah. (laughs) Do you remember that? I think she was with that mad TV. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. It sure Uh, was. Yeah. (laughs) So that, that, that Batmobile. See, see, nowadays they have Legos of the Batmobile and it's like, it, it's exactly right. I remember yeah. having to build my own Batmobile out of Legos. And then when Returns came out, I remember like redesigning it so that it could do that and like the, the sides could come off and it could still drive. And I remember oh, even man. like so proud that I had created this. I was like tr- doing the same thing, trying to show my parents like <laughs> all, a million times, like, look, watch this. Yeah. And just take the sides off. You know? <laughs> I'm a genius. Look, I did it. But <laughs> and, and let's say I was not let, a genius, but let's do this. Um, that was one of the greatest Batmobiles, but Batman forever also had a pretty nice looking one too. Let's just say that it was pretty good. Yeah. I liked yeah. it. I liked it. The I toy not- was great. 
They got more and more phallic as that series went on. <laughs> oh, I, just, I could not get down with the uh I mean the uh, the, the Heath the Heath Ledger one just doesn't compare to this one at all. Yeah. Uh, Batmobile? Yeah. yeah. The Tumblr be like yeah. a the Tumblr, the bat, Tumblr. The bat yeah. tank. Yeah, the, the same here. It's, it's more of a bat tank, yeah. But my, my funniest thing vehicle. about the the uh the Forever one, real quick, CJ. The Forever and the Batman and Robin one are the fins flap. You can tell they're not like actual like fins or like rubber or something. As it's speaking yeah. on the road, they're uh, flapping in yeah. the wind. <laughs> I meant just aesthetically, they look nice. Oh no, yeah, they do. I, no, yeah, I agree yeah. with you. Yeah, yeah. mine, mine I mean, was the, the bat nice jet from from the first one. The bat wing. Um, I the had bat that wing. Oh, yeah. That goes up cool. into the, when that goes up in front of the moon. In front of the moon. Yeah. Signal. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes, so right cheesy, there. but so amazing at the same time. Right? Like, like, like so, so unnecessary, but it was just awesome. Yeah. It was perfect. Honestly, yeah. I think I think you have an entire different episode based on like Batman toys. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we yeah. could, yeah. I, I tell Jerry plenty of times. Yeah, it's like that's your opening right there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got yeah. the Batwing for Christmas. In, <laughs> oh, in '89. Do you remember the Batman they had? I think it was for might have been Returns when you actually had the. uh what do they call it the bat ring or whatever, and you could put it on like a ledge and it would actually have him hang and you could shoot it and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. I remember that as oh, well. Man. Yeah, I'm going on eBay tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Chuck? What would you say is your hap hap happiest moment? Oh man. Um <clears throat> again, besides me seeing it twice in the uh, drive uh the drive-in uh, which was great I, I need to have an experience like joe mentioned though, where i get to see it inside a theater because i don't think i've ever got to have that but i would say that scene um kind of towards the end of uh, 89 where uh you know vicky vale already knows who he is and i i believe the line might be someone correct me if i'm wrong but it's like you know i've got to go to work and it's kind of the iconic yeah the, the big vault opens you see the costumes there and it's like kind of you're not really seeing him putting it on, but you see the, you know, the, the armor on, and then you see the, you know, the, the emblem go over and it's just like, he kind of lights up from the bottom. It's yeah. uh, that was like the dopest thing. I was like, man, this movie is, you know, everything at the time, you know, um, I didn't get to experience Superman in theater, you know, cause I was too young, but this one for me, that was it for superhero wise. It was like, it had arrived. Nice. What about you, Manny? Are we going to go back to the weekend? Yeah. <laughs> did, did you do one already? Yeah, Catwoman. Oh yeah, Catwoman. He, did. Catwoman. he, he, like, he likes Danny DeVito. He likes Danny DeVito. That's right. I forgot. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Let's not make him relive that, y'all. <laughs> well, no, no, we're gonna we're gonna do it. You know, I'm mementoing this thing, so we're gonna go again. Uh, <laughs> but I'm gonna go word by word. <laughs> so now keep it Nolan. This is where we uh, we normally I, I don't get to go. I don't get to go. No. You didn't do one? Okay, so that's who it was that didn't do one. Sorry, I wasn't keeping track. Okay, go, Anthony. Uh, <laughs> when the penguin taught me his French flipper trick. No, I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I, I'm going to agree with both Tom and T- uh, Tom and CJ. It's that Batmobile firing up for the first time. And just, yeah. Um, but the, a very close second is the first I'm Batman. I want I want you to tell all your friends oh, about tell me. Tell all your friends about mm. me. Yeah. yeah. So good. Yeah, and he like and, stretches his cape out. Point. I mean, it was just. Uh, and the, I've, you know, the Flash is coming out next year, and Michael Keaton has talked, been talking a little bit about the role. And he said the first, that his first appearance in the movie is very like reminiscent of Burton. And like he thinks it'll be like a very like 
epic iconic moment so i hope it's one of those things where the flash is in gotham and you just see him lower behind the flash in the alleyway with the cape like old school burton like that'll be <laughs> that'll be awesome that would I be can awesome. dig it how did yeah. we get through a whole episode with at least not one where's the trigger where is it <laughs> <laughs> you never put it on an ordinary citizen <laughs> what was up with that growl i don't know tell me man. where the trigger is then you have my permission to die <laughs> i'm sure you've seen that the uh, those bad man videos uh, yeah, yeah yeah are you talking about the dad that does it or am I off base here? No, no, it's a uh, Pete Holmes, isn't it? Yeah, Pete Holmes. Oh. Pete Holmes. And, um, as, as, <laughs> as, oh, yeah. Or die. Is as it, die? it might be funny or die or college humor. Yeah. One of those. The bad yeah. dad you mean was the guy from Vine, right? Yeah, there's like a dad that goes up to his wife constantly. He'll put on like just one of those a Batman, Batman mask, Batman yeah. things. Oh yeah, like, no, no, no. He'll just no. use the Batman voice for weird stuff. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> no, it's a it's a series of like short uh short little episodes. The kind of parody the well Christian Bale's Batman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'll love it, CJ. They, they definitely get raunchy. Yeah. <laughs> Why did they change the voice though? His voice was fine in Batman Begins. Why did he go deeper in the sequence? And years of yelling like that, Anthony. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he ruined his vocal cords. <laughs> yeah. But now, what I wanted, what I want to do. This is where we normally have a little segment I call "Gag Me with a Spoon," but I want to do something a little bit different. We're gonna have a penguin off so i want everybody to do their best penguin uh i don't know squawk i guess or cackle uh, and then we'll follow it up with something else we'll see but uh, i want to <laughs> i kind of want to see i want to hear everybody's best penguin squawk burgess now, meredith are we burgess d- meredith style okay that's what i wanted to make sure yeah <laughs> yeah 66 penguin oh, no devito if you want to do devito you can do devito <laughs> what, what, what was anthony, that for anthony anthony just did devito <laughs> Oh what? <laughs> I didn't do I didn't do anything. What did I do? He <laughs> just moved your camera down. Oh, it's because it's it's like blocking my other screens. I, oh, I thought you were, I thought you were doing a DeVito. To... I know. I was like, how is that? I don't know. I guess that's DeVito's. Wait, am I, am I going first? <laughs> yeah, you're going first. Totally. Oh, God. <laughs> that's why he muted it. He was clearing his voice. He's like, <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> I wanted the pen to be the big cigarette. That's the cigarette. <laughs> you sound like a lung cancer version. <laughs> he wasn't smoking. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. A worthy attempt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Manny, why don't you go next? I'll I'll do a DeVito. Okay, go for it. It's true. I was their number one son, but they treated me like number two. <laughs> <laughs> but do the squawk. You got a squawk too. <laughs> I get <laughs> okay. okay, Manny's officially lost it. <laughs> next. <laughs> Who wants to go next? Let's do uh let's do Joe. <laughs> oh god. Um I, I was gonna do uh Kevin Smith one time. He talks about Batman Returns and he talks about um the penguin 
and he talks about Philip Seymour Hoffman uh, uh, being uh, an excellent choice for the Penguin. So he kind of mimicked Philip Seymour Hoffman uh, doing the Penguin, and okay. it went something like this: like um, it was more uh, MI three, I think it was uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, and he's like, "You have a girlfriend. I'm gonna find her. I'm gonna kill her. I'm coming after her." And that was it. <laughs> you have to do the cackle, but now do the squawk. Okay. Yeah. 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 Then, he, then he let he let out the. <laughs> there we go. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, what about you, Tom? <laughs> I, love, I love how Tom kind of resembles Penguin. <laughs> well, the Penguin is a criminal mastermind. I mean, that's, that's I mean, good. He is. He is. He is a mob boss. You know. Um, is it my fingers? Is that what gives it away? Is it my hands? <laughs> Most of you don't know this, uh, but Tom actually has flippers. Yeah, uh, he does. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck, why don't we do you? All right, then. Uh, I'm just going to go for it here. So it's like. Nice. I dig it. All right. What about you, CJ? I have no idea how to do this. Like I've heard it, but like <laughs> I don't of, know how to get it. Out of all the impressions that you can do, this is like the one you can't. <laughs> it, no, I I just don't know how to audibly get to that tone. I would just say, flack. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's seen the commercial. It does, I think it does have that tone. I think that's, that works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that works. Like whatever. So I think uh, I'm going to try to do uh, Burgess Meredith from Batman the, the movie. So okay. this is from okay, and he's Mr. Riddler, prepare the torpedoes. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Nice. The Very nice. As they say, as that land you may command, line. but at sea it is me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm going off the rails now. You got the facials down for it too. <laughs> you, you gotta do the uh, uh yeah. the side, like, I don't know. Hi, <laughs> hi, Captain. I, I could have did a, uh, the, the bane. I thought we were doing a bane, not a. I, that's, I hey, can't do a penguin. We can do a bane. Everyone, anyone did. I want to everyone see everybody's bane? bane impression. <laughs> All right, we'll do one more. This uh, or, no, two more bane and the Joker laugh. <laughs> I oh can't, God! Oh, I can do God, a Riddler laugh. Hard. I can't do a Joker laugh. Mm-mm. But okay, let's do a bane. I'm down with bane, and we'll see about Joker. Okay. Who's going first? Well, CJ has the best one, so uh, we'll say he'll go last. last. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Anthony. Not everybody at the same time. <laughs> we'll, we'll make Anthony go first again. <laughs> this is going to be good. <laughs> it's going to be awful. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be worse than mine, man. Mine is terrible. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> you <think> <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <clears throat> You think <laughs> hold on. <laughs> if you need a minute, I can go. Go, yeah, you go, go first. Okay, okay, go ahead, Tom. Here, get it. Let's not stand on ceremony here. <laughs> you think darkness is your friend? Why does it look like you're playing the flute? I, I want to go ahead and the harmonica. harmonica. A harmonica. <laughs> it's like Tom Cochran. 
<laughs> I want to apologize John to Puffer. Jerry for all the listeners we're costing him right now. How many people are hitting that? I don't know. They, they might be laughing. I, I, I hope they are. <laughs> but uh, all right. What about uh, what about you, Joe? Uh, your, best, your best Bane. My best Bane. Um, again, uh, everyone's going to do uh, Dark Knight Rises Bane. So I'm going to go with the animated series. Um, oh, there was there was a a bane on there that really wore like a gimp mask, <laughs> but it was. Um, I was thinking more luchador, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> luchador, right to the zipper. Tomato, tomato, there, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and he says um, basically, uh, Bane is hired to 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 find Batman because Batman uh, is being blamed for Batgirl's death, and uh, he says. Uh, Something like you. <laughs> okay, okay. It's like you cheated. What more? What less could I expect from a killer of children? Okay, right on. You, you sounded like Joe wearing a little door mask. <laughs> I, I, I want to hear. I want to hear Spanish I want to hear. I want to hear Manny's too. Yeah, because Bane's supposed to be Hispanic. You know, he's he, a, he is. He's yeah, South yeah. Is he Brazilian. His dialect, something is from like Latin that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if it's wait, Brazilian wait. or if it's one of those made-up uh, South American countries, but yeah. I want to give some love to Batman and Robin before Manny goes. <laughs> Bane. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Manny. I want to hear your Bane. The shadows betray you. They belong to me. Sound like the Joker. <laughs> I can't do a bane. I can't. I can find something to cover my mouth. <laughs> oh man, Chuck, you want to try? I'll give it a shot. Let me see here. Um, <laughs> I just messed up that good line. <laughs> oh, you think darkness is your ally? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Kermit the Frog as Bane oh, would be awesome. <laughs> I want to see that the whole me, Kirby, save me. <laughs> I felt like I was slipping into some Yoda right there. Like, <laughs> Yoda, yeah. Adopted the dark meaning you did. All right, so I'm gonna do. <laughs> Yo, that was a line of the podcast. Right there. <laughs> I think I'm gonna do I'm gonna do Bane, uh, Tom Hardy's Bane, reading like his shopping list, his his grocery list here. So, <laughs> all right, very nice. All right, a gallon of milk, <laughs> tomatoes, <laughs> soap. I don't know. I just I'm done. Strawberries, where's the strawberries? Oh my god! Ah, uh, that was yeah, that was good. <laughs> Is um, this milk no- fat? No winners there. We're all winners. CJ, <laughs> CJ is the winner. And Go CJ, let's do CJ's because uh, he's got the best one. I think. I don't know. Sometimes yeah. I can hit the range. Sometimes I can't. Hold on. I gotta give me this. Hold on. Ready? You merely adopted the dark. I was born in it, molded by it. I didn't see the light until I was already a man. Until then, it was nothing to me but blinding. <laughs> I was wondering what would break first, your spirit. Or your body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've done better. It just you gotta you know when like your voice sounds different throughout the day, you have a yeah. deeper gaggle, and then sometimes you don't. That was okay. 
but uh <laughs> hey you should hear yeah. my bane my bane voice in the morning it's still horrible <laughs> i still can't pull it off but it does make me wonder guys uh you know gi joe taught us that knowing is half the battle what do you think the other half is you're waiting on me aren't you jerry <laughs> <laughs> sure if you got one all right if knowing is half the battle the other half is you're just jealous because I'm a genuine freak and you have to wear a mask. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm going to go ahead and say that uh, a mistletoe is deadly if you eat it. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that is true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say Gotham City is screwed if Batman is out of commission. <laughs> Remember, we remember in '66, '66, with the cop, when the cop, when the cops were like, "Oh no, it looks like we're actually going to have to do some police work for once." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love that '66 show. It's so campy. So it's good. so campy. <laughs> Tom, what do you think? If no one's half the battle, what's the other half? Always wearing a clean pair of underpants. It's good advice, just in general, Jesus. too. But especially if you're fighting crime in like a rubber suit. If you're if you're in the bat suit, maybe I should say though, if we're talking Batman, to go to the bathroom before you suit up. Winning yeah. half the battle, going to the bathroom before suiting up. <laughs> That's the right. How does he? I don't know. All right, CJ, what about you? Um, knowing it's half the battle, the other half is. Perhaps he's wondering why someone would shoot a man before throwing him out of a plane. No one cared who I was till I put on the mask. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chuck. Uh, I guess if knowing is half the battle, the other half is um, I got to finish off what Joe said there is that uh, a kiss can be even deadlier if you mean it. Mm. Hey. Oh snap! True story. Were you talking to me? Uh, <laughs> I, I think we should all always remember too. If knowing is half the battle, Alfred has a dirty limerick when you're in need of one. <laughs> that's a, that's a good very one. nice one. Comes yeah. to mind. <laughs> that is good. for me. I think if knowing's half the battle, then getting your ex to play your love interest for great on-screen chemistry is the other half. Because uh, Michelle well Pfeiffer and Michael Keaton actually dated. Oh, wow. Before this. Before, yeah. In the words of Jerry, when he's trying to make someone be quiet, I dig it. (laughs) (laughs) Touche. All right. (laughs) Uh, Guys, I mean, this has been fun, but, uh, you know, what do you want to plug? I'll go first. My name's CJ. I have a Christmas podcast called Christmas Conversations. It's an interview-based podcast where all we talk about is Christmas. A little bit in between. You can follow me at Instagram at Christmas.conversations. Thank you for coughing in the middle of my plug. And you can also follow me at Facebook at Christmas Conversations. Uh, I will be having Kim on the month of, what are we in now? September, uh, coming up on the 24th of this month. Well, this probably come out after that. And in October, I will be having none other then Antonio Caruso is going to be my guest. So please tune in. And if you don't, I don't care. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll go next. Um, I just started a podcast maybe, what, six months ago um, with my buddy. Uh, his name's uh, Joseph uh, Lucky. 
And um, we do a podcast called Now Watch This. You can reach it at nowwatchthispod.com. Um, you can reach us on Facebook at the Now Watch This. Uh, we have the the watchers that are out there. And again, you know, we're, we're just getting started, but we cover movies and shows and everything that we like. And we hope that you would like it, too. You know, it's a watch along podcast. So, you know, we try to tell you where the movies we're covering and where you can catch them at. And so you can watch along with us. And it's been a lot of fun. But, you know, I got to say, I got to thank Jerry D. You know, the first podcast I did get on was Totally Rad Christmas with uh, Jerry and Anthony back in the day. <laughs> that was like March. Yeah. <laughs> back in the day. I love so it. We've come full circle. And I got to give uh, my man CM Chuck a, a, a shout out as well, because um, the way I met Lucky is through uh, uh, CM's podcast, uh, Just Another Friday Night. Right on. You're welcome, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Since Manny's on mute, can I do his plug for him? Okay. I'll give you go a for dollar. It. Hello, this is Manny. You can find <laughs> me at Feliz Christmas, Merry Navidad, where we discuss Christmas two times a year when I post. Uh, you can catch me this month with Jerry and Anthony and the best podcaster, CJ, my arch nemesis. And you can find me at Feliz Christmas, Merry Navidad podcast on Instagram. And uh, OK, bye. <laughs> and I had Colby. Yeah. <laughs> Maddie, do you want to add anything? Maddie, do you want to add anything? You want to plug <laughs> this month's episode? <laughs> Thank you, CJ. Yes, my podcast is Feliz Christmas, Merry Navidad, the bilingual, multilingual Christmas podcast. Ah, oh, damn, where how did I miss that? Yes, where can you find us? You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at FCMN Podcast or FCMNPodcast.com. And this episode dropped like an hour before this recording. And it's called Tis the Totally Rad Christmas Conversation with best, Ant- best. <laughs> That was the best three right Yes, that, with that Anthony, was- Jerry, and CJ. They did, you know. Let's revive the FCMN and thank you guys for being there. You're welcome. And in December, I had COVID. <laughs> <laughs> it was his first episode after uh, Christmas and he just comes on the podcast. I'm like, oh, man, it's probably going to be good. He's like, guess what? I had COVID. <laughs> I was like, geez. But uh, in the words of uh, Will Smith in Men in Black, Jerry, Anthony and I. We make his podcast look good. <laughs> Tom, Anthony, uh, Tom, or Anthony, together. You I wanna... want like do it together, play off each other or with each other. Whatever no, no. You prefer. Try to say the exact same thing at the exact same time. <laughs> I really don't recommend listening to our podcast, but people keep doing it. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you. Anthony and I are on Tits the Podcast, the podcast that is determined to keep the Christmas spirit alive 365 days a year. And none of the three co-hosts, Anthony, Julia, or or me, none of our spouses listen to our podcast. So um, that should say something. I feel you, bro. Um, neither, neither does mine. So don't I'm getting bad. there, yeah. New episodes drop every Monday. We discuss a movie or TV show, Christmas movie or TV show. Every Thursday, a bonus episode drops. And Jerry D just read a chapter. That's my that's my subtle reminder to you, Thank Jerry, you. that you're up this week. Oh, okay, um, remind me so I can record it tomorrow. <laughs> send me send me a, a message after uh, after work. 
Let, let's do it like other people. Edit it before you send it. You know, there's some people that don't edit. They stutter. They just read like crazy, like second grade level. So don't do that, Jerry. I'm not talking about episode 29. And let's all thank Anthony R- for putting us. <laughs> Rudolph. No, but let's all thank Anthony for making us read 18 page chapters. On- <laughs> stressing us out completely and uh, that's like a, that's like six it takes like six hours to get his chapter done and edited it took i was tired of running hours behind hours that cattle over it. central park so tom you're up next week so. he's dreading it trust me i got things to do man i got things to do <laughs> tom, you look so excited hey chuck yeah uh guys i'm cm chuck from just another friday night uh we go live on facebook every friday uh we talk a little bit of everything pop culture uh we did a big uh, episode on superman last week uh i know i guess the arch nemesis apparently of batman <laughs> um but uh yeah we do uh shows uh, tv uh you know comic book nerd stuff you know what i mean so should be up everyone that's listening to any of this stuff's uh nothing nothing any of us Uh, would know about here uh, i was gonna say i was gonna say um but yeah you can find us uh twitter uh tiktok and uh instagram at jafn podcast and we have a facebook group called the friday night faithful uh some of you Lovely people are a part of that, and I really appreciate that. And if you'd subscribe to us on YouTube, that would be the best thing ever because we're trying to hit that magic uh, number of, I think, 100, I believe it barely is to get you know, whatever. So we're, we're, that's the one we're working on. But uh, yeah, man, uh, super big thanks, Jerry. I always love being with this group of guys because you guys are hilarious, man. I was in tears during uh, CJ as Manny. So <laughs> we really you are. Know. We really you know, are. <laughs> multilingual, bilingual, multilateral podcast. <laughs> We're getting COVID is fun. <laughs> Let me preface all this by saying I really do love Manny and you should start giving it back to me as hard as I give it to you, Manny. Let listeners, hey, if you like CJ's hey, impressions, I'm on going to be on his October Halloween episode, and I'm going to make him do impressions of every <laughs> Christmas podcast. Yeah, I've definitely got to do one of me. Hey, <laughs> on that note, <laughs> I'm going to end it <laughs> first of all by thanking you guys again, and then saying, "Take that, Tenenbaum." So check us out on our social media pages, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're feeling like Beauty and the Beast in one luscious Christmas gift pack, leave us a review on iTunes. Not only does it help us reach more people, but you also get a free sticker. Now, don't forget to get some merch from our Tee Public shop. Later, dudes. Hey, everyone, and welcome aboard. My name is Chris Kringle, host of the Kringle Talks Christmas podcast, a fun new podcast all the way from sunny old England. If you like listening to cool Christmas stories, traditions, and some old personal favorites, and head on over to Kringle Talks Christmas. The episodes are available wherever you get your podcasts. And you can also follow me on Twitter, which is at Christmas Talks, spelt K-R-I-S-T-M-A-S Talks. Welcome once again, and I hope to see you soon.